Flo, hi, what's up everybody? Welcome to Wolf Den Live, episode 186. The one where we are a little late because we both at the last minute decided we wanted tea and coffee. That's wrong one. What are you doing? <laughs> I kicked over the wrong thing. Okay, well, hurry up and stop doing the wrong thing. Do the right thing. Wait, you, you vamp for a second. All right, people are giving us a lot of money right off the bat for not doing anything. Uh, flag bag. That's a great name. No, with, it's not. <laughs> flag bag with $15.63. Let's try to be fun and positive tonight. Well, we'll try, but not off to a good start right now. And, uh, uh I'm going to, why, why am I going to butcher this? Dark, dark side of killer with $35. Jesus Christ. Let's hear some joy on news. I think he means joy con news. That was a that was a great attempt. Yeah, I had uh, the I had one of our scenes was wrong on my on my little my little stream deck. I want to yeah. fix that before we. Hi everybody, <laughs> we're back. We're, we're back. Here. We're here. Everything's fine. Yeah. nothing happened. No. Um, we got we got to talk about stupid Joy-Con problem. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, we got we got well, we got some things. We, but the Joy-Con's gonna take. That's us, gonna be the the top story. We also got to talk about Marvel. Uh, yeah, Marvel and, had a big ass presentation at Hall H at San Diego Comic Con last week. Yes, and that's important. Yes, uh, Sergio Ario, Ar we'll get there. Yes, Sergio <laughs> with two dollars. You guys rock. Uh, no, Thanks, we don't because I can't pronounce your last name. Uh, we also had Aiden Kelly uh, became a member for three months in a row. Oh, thank you. Um, so Soldier of Gaia became a member, um, and Red Falcon ninety four became a member. All on YouTube. And Famous Sambo on Twitch. And that's it. Thanks, guys. Thanks, everybody. And hello, everybody in chat that I have yet to talk about. Mm -hmm. Joe Ar Artis, who says, nice shirt. Thanks. It's a, I think it says, Samus. <laughs> Japanese. Yeah. Japanese. Um, uh, Gerald Rosa. Uh, Rosa. Thanks. Hello, everybody. Hello, oh, anyone and everyone who's here. All great. Hello, Sam Tubbs with five dollars. Love when I play Skyrim and I, Skyrim and I obliterate my dog because of the drift. <laughs> and thanks, Troy Murphy, for being a member here on YouTube. Yes. Uh, I gotta mute these notifications. I completely yeah. forgot. Uh, yeah, we gotta talk about the Joy-Con drift. Yeah. I've never had a problem. Me neither. And I've I've burned through some Joy Cons, but another thing, and I, I don't really use the Joy Con that much. I you do though. I, I almost exclusively play with my Joy Cons because I almost exclusively play in portable mode. Yeah. But I've never had I haven't had this problem. You didn't get a launch uh, switch. No, I got it a few months later. Yeah, uh, I, there wasn't a difference though between yeah. uh, when it came out and you know I got mine in August. Yeah, so that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Uh, I got a launch switch. Mm -hmm. So, I don't, I also burned through some Joy-Cons. The right. first Joy-Cons I got, I pretty much destroyed because I tried to put a case on it and I, I broke yeah. it. Um, but then the ones you got uh, to replace those were pre-owned from uh -huh. GameStop and those seem to be working okay once you put the shells on. Yes, and then I also bought the Mario Odyssey ones, yes. the red ones. Um, so I guess I have... Two pairs of Joy-Con, yeah. four Joy-Con in general. Yeah. Uh, but uh, again, I don't really use them that much. Yeah. I don't really use the thumbstick. You use the Pro Controller. Yeah. And like. now with Mario Maker, I even when I play portably, when I'm taking a poop, yeah, I use uh, the Hori controller. 
really? which has the same Joy-Con. I mean, the same thumbstick. Yeah. The drift is that the thumbstick drifts. Yes. Uh, through normal wear and tear, apparently, uh, you can wear down the joystick on the on both Joy-Cons, actually, and then the, it just there's a drift. Yes. Like, your character will drift or the camera will drift. Let's pull up one of these little articles. Here. Yeah, The so, Verge had, a like, a full rundown of the entire... The entire controversy, basically. Uh, the Verge says the Nintendo Switch Joy-Con's drift problem explained. We are aware of recent reports that some Joy-Con controllers are not responding correctly. <gasps> it's been a it's been a thing. It's been a thing. Yes, because, because uh, everybody's been talking about it. Nintendo finally acknowledged. Well, it. what happened was like a like a week or two ago, Kotaku like out of nowhere had like a big expose on it mm-hmm. because one writer like was having a really bad problem with the drift. And from that article, more people have been coming out and saying, like, yeah, this has happened to me. This has happened to me, you know, and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so it's become such a big, like, thing in the current zeitgeist that Nintendo finally had to respond to it. All right. Well, Verge right. here said, you, you know, you know, YouTubers have been talking about this forever. Yeah. This has been a thing. Mm-hmm. Spawn Wave has been riding this horse. Yeah. You know, for a while. But long nobody time. takes YouTubers seriously. No, we, need a, we need a serious. Uh, academic journal like Kotaku except to say something about uh, it. I think Nintendo Live just straight up posted uh, Spawnway's video on the Joy-Con <laughs> from April something. Yeah. You know, when he talked about it back then. Anyway, Nintendo Switch owners have been experiencing problems with the console's removable Joy-Con controllers for months with users reporting weird joystick drifting problems. Deja vu. <laughs> I tried to download that so I could play it as like a meme but yeah. a, I didn't want to get copyright striked and B, I, it was we were already late. Yeah. Uh, problems that cause false inputs and have been steadily growing over time as original Switch machines grow older. A recent report by Kotaku shined a light on a Joy-Con drift issue, and we're now hearing Nintendo will repair it for free. Which we'll get to. But if you're looking for more information on the problem, here's the current situation. This, this developed over, like, the weekend, I guess. Yeah, this is like... Uh, when did that Kotaku- this article got updated a bunch yeah because it was constantly updating well the 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 Kotaku article was from July 16th which was last week mm. and then over the course of the week uh, the Joy-Con issue has been building and building more and more people were yeah. being like hey yeah that's my that's been my problem exactly somebody filmed it at a Best Buy there was a Best <laughs> Buy that had the Joy-Con yeah. which of course it did yeah that's a display model Anyway, what is Joy-Con Drift? Joy-Con Drift is an issue that Switch owners have been encountering over the past months, uh, over the past few months that causes the analog sticks on the controller to randomly move around and input commands to the console even when they're not being physically moved. Anecdotally, the issue seems to affect left Joy-Con controllers, which tend to be used for movement in most games, more than the right half of the controller set. I'm going to pause and say that's because that's the one you touch more. Yeah. <laughs> Touch more. Although there are reports of users experiencing it on both sticks. A quick and extremely unscientific poll of Verge staffers revealed that some Switch owners have reported multiple controllers encountering the issue, while others have never experienced it, which seems to be mirrored by reports around the internet. So that's the big thing with the Joy-Con drift. And like every art, every every uh, news site that's reported on Joy-Con drift has done the same unscientific poll where they'll ask the people in their office. Mm-hmm. And it's like usually split. Some people will experience it. Some people haven't. Just like we haven't experienced it. But apparently it must be a problem if people are reporting on it. 
I know uh, Treesicle, that YouTube channel. Yes. Uh, I don't know who from Treesicle, but some uh, whoever was running their Twitter account today said that uh, they had they ran through four Joy Cons. Damn. And a Pro Controller, which is that's bizarre. Yeah. Because that's I haven't heard that having yeah. drift. And then I followed up and I was like, oh. A pro controller had the drift. I've heard about pro controllers having bad D pads, but yeah, but this straight up just yeah, the pro controller's drift, and that's a I'm pretty sure that's a different thumbstick. Yeah, um, no, it's definitely a different thumbstick because it's bigger. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, what causes it? There are two potential causes for drift. Some users blame the issue on either dust or debris making their way into the controller underneath a rubber cap that's designed to keep the in- interior clean. Others have completely dismantled, disassembled the controller and found worn down contacts, which might be causing the issue due to repetitive use. It's also possible that neither of those theories is correct or that it's a combination of factors that causes stick drift over time. Without intent of clarifying the situation, it's tough to tell exactly what's wrong. I'm going to tell you right now, it's most likely uh, the wear down. Yeah. Uh, so this user on Imgur... Uh, Rain Boppy Fawn uh, posted this little breakdown of the uh, Joy-Con mm-hmm. that I will post on screen once I figure out how. Uh, Google, I use uh, like the remote desktop from Google yeah. Chrome, and they today they were just like, we can't, we we stopped, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. Damn. So now it's like a web app, and it's huge yeah i can't make it any smaller um but anyway so this guy completely took apart his uh left joy con that came with his switch on launch day and according according to him it's logged 400 hours apparently this part right here Mm -hmm. the the joystick itself yes is like a ten dollar replacement so if you have the joy con drift yourself and you want to fix it yourself I recommend don't fix it yourself. Yeah. But if you're feeling adventurous, uh, just replace this whole part. Yeah. Because it's going to be a nightmare otherwise. Um, but inside, you see these little these little contacts right here. You, the way it works is there's this like plastic, this white plastic assembly. Yeah. Uh, if you When you move it, these little metal contacts, they will rub on the board underneath it. And that's what registers the inputs. Uh, those aren't the problem, though. It seems like the problem is here. The, so those are the those are the white contacts, or well, the white plastic and the and the metal contacts underneath it. Those rub on these black pieces on the board right here, mm-hmm. and you can see that on this guy's uh, Joy-Con board, uh, there's these scrapings where it was rubbing. Yeah. So that's just going to wear down. You see there's all this like black dust around it. Yeah. That's it just straight up wearing down and there's going to be debris and that's just what's going to happen. Maybe even it's possible these contacts get bent and that's what's causing the drift issue. But this whole assembly just seems incredibly like delicate and finicky. Mm -hmm. So this whole thing is the problem. And I don't see Nintendo releasing like an updated version very easily. You know, especially if they're just figuring out what to do now uh before we move on mm-hmm. uh you mentioned like you can get uh the replacement kits for mm-hmm. uh just so just for clarification 
on Amazon, you can get two packs of analog sticks for Joy-Cons and they come with all the tools you need for, it looks like at most $15. Okay. Uh, ifixit.com, uh, it looks like they sell one joystick for $30. F that. That being said, uh, honestly, I would probably go with the iFixit route because they're a reputable source. And, you know, all these places on Amazon, who knows, like, what they're selling you. Well, I watched Spawn Wave video, and he said it was $10, so I wonder where he's getting it from. What, do you, like, know him personally? <laughs> I was going to be like, oh, we have uh, John Spawn Wave here to tell us more, and I was just going to play his video. <laughs> um, $30 is a bit much. It is a bit much. Especially... Because Nintendo is now fixing it themselves. But we'll get to that. Yeah. Also, for double the price, you can just buy new Joy-Cons. True. Yeah, it's not worth opening up your Joy-Con. Yeah. It is a pain in it the really ass isn't. to get into that Joy-Con. If you've ne- especially if you've never done it before. Yeah. Uh, what can I do to fix it? As mentioned above, it's not fully clear what's causing the issue, which makes fixing it tricky. A possible solution is to make sure you're running the latest Switch software or to recalibrate your analog sticks to make sure it's not a software issue. Yeah, recalibrate your analog sticks. Yeah, do that first before anything. There's a, in the Switch software itself, there's there's like a recalibrate your thumbsticks in the options menu. Yeah, it works surprisingly well and uh, most of the time that's just the problem. Mm -hmm. So, uh, where where am I? Some users have also tried using compressed air or isopropyl alcohol to fix the problem Although success seems to vary greatly, others have taken the more drastic step of fully replacing the joystick entirely, a far more difficult uh, fix that will void your warranty if it works at all. I heard, I think it was Direct Feed Gaming on Twitter talk about how you, if you just, if you have the issue, you can take your thumbstick, rotate it one way, and then spray something in there. I forgot what it was. Was it like WD-40 or... Some sort of alcohol. I don't okay. think it was WD-40. Um, or some sort of lubricant. Yeah. Uh, you could probably get away with some compressed air doing it yeah. that way. Um, because, like I showed from that guy on Imager, um, there's dust that builds up and stuff. So if you could just blow that out, yeah. that might help. Or put, put a little bit of alcohol in there, like a drop of alcohol and then rub it around. Yeah. Uh, that might fix the issue without even having to open it up mm-hmm. uh if you're gonna put a drop of alcohol just put a little tiny drop of isopropyl alcohol mm-hmm. inside of it and then rotate the thumbstick around um see if that works and if it doesn't then uh you have to send it and i don't think they're gonna be like uh, oh you voided your warranty because you put a drop of isopropyl alcohol in here yeah that's not gonna happen um what is nintendo going to do about it Maybe repairing it free of charge? Vice News reports that Nintendo has uh, directed its customer support team to fix Joy-Cons for free and issue refunds for previous repairs, even if you're no longer under warranty. Nintendo Uh, hasn't officially confirmed that, but we don't really doubt the report. uh, According to the Vice article, it says, uh, per the... uh, They only post a, a portion of the internal memo. But it says, customers will no longer be requested to provide proof of purchase for Joy-Con repairs. Additionally, it is not necessary to confirm warranty status. If a customer requests a refund for a previously paid Joy-Con repair, confirm the prior repair and then issue a refund. The memo was provided to Vice Games by a source familiar with Nintendo's update 
uh, updated customer support documentation. Uh, we agreed to speak under the condition of anonymity because they are not authorized to speak publicly about Nintendo's internal processes. Uh, that's the internal memo? Yeah. Okay. Uh, did they say where they got it? They just said they got it from a, an, ins- an inside source at Nintendo who has to be anonymous because they're not authorized to speak on right, the matter. Right, right, right. So, but that was sent to everybody at Nintendo? Yeah, that was sent to their customer support. Uh, okay. Yeah. Special shout out to RZ in the Discord who added me and told me to fix the plant because I left the chroma key on. Yes. Anyway, otherwise, Nintendo offers a standard warranty of 90 days for accessories, which seems to include separately purchased Joy-Con controllers and 12 months for consoles, which seems to include Joy-Con controllers that are included with the Switch. Now, what did that say about the warranty? Did that say it has to be within warranty? No. I'm out of warranty. No, it says, I'll read it again. Customers will no longer be requested to provide proof of purchase for Joy-Con repairs. Additionally, it is not necessary to confirm warranty status. If a customer requests a refund for a previously paid Joy-Con repair, confirm the prior repair, and then issue a refund. All right, so uh, looks like they don't care about warranty anymore. Just for this particular issue. Yeah, well, that's good. Yeah. You know. That said, I'm sure if you were to send your gold Joy-Cons, they probably won't repair them because you avoided the warranty. Well, I don't. You avoided warranty already. I would not do that. Yeah. I know that I that I, that I'm you know out of luck yeah. there. If you're outside of the warranty, Reddit users had previously reported costs of forty dollars for an out of warranty repair, mm-hmm. which is nearly the cost of a replacement single Joy-Con controller. They run for $50 individually or $80 as a pair. As of now, there haven't been any announcements of an extended warranty for controllers. All right, so that's out of date now. Yeah. Because now we know that they're going to fix it. Right. That's not an official word from Nintendo, though. That's an that, internal memo yeah. that somebody leaked. And I'm, I'm trying to look if there's more uh, on it. One section of the documentation includes stock answers to two common questions people might ask representatives related to Joy-Con drift, whether it will whether it will be an issue with the upcoming Switch Lite hardware revision. Their answer is, we expect our hardware to perform as designed. Um, (laughs) And what to make of the class action lawsuit, which we haven't touched upon yet. We had nothing to to announce on this topic. Uh, Nowhere in the document does Nintendo acknowledge there is a fault with the Joy-Cons, only saying that they are aware of recent reports and because of huge attention it's receiving, uh, the company was anticipating more people would be asking Nintendo questions. Uh, we want to quickly handle these questions to restore customer smiles. The document reads. There's people in the chat saying it's U.S. only. That's weird. Pablo? I mean, this might be the U.S. policy because this was a U.S. True. Yeah. This is a U.S. Uh, news site that reported in, and it seems to mostly be happening in the U.S. Smokes139 says, what if you model your Joy-Con, like switch the shell? Uh, that's what we're talking about. You're out of luck, buddy. Yeah. Anytime you do something to modify the system in any capacity, you're boned. Yeah. I don't know if this is only U.S., though. It's got to be worldwide. I figure. Because, like, I don't know if Nintendo of America would do something like this without Nintendo of Japan's approval. Yeah, no, this has yeah, this has yeah. to go through a lot of hoops. Yeah. That this, this whole problem. That's why it has to be something that they knew about. And it's looking like it's the same Joy-Con in the uh, Switch Lite. So that's going to have mm-hmm. some problems. Uh, anyway, here's the only thing Nintendo would officially tell The Verge about this issue, which was a few days ago, so yeah. it's out of date. 
At Nintendo, we take the great pride in creating quality products and we are continuously making improvements to them. We are aware of recent reports that some Joy-Con controllers are not responding correctly. We want our customers to have fun with the Nintendo Switch. And if anything falls short of this goal, we will encourage them to visit http colon slash slash support dot n-i-n. I'm kidding. That's a joke. Nintendo.com. <laughs> so we can help. Um... This is reminding me a lot of the Red Ring of Death. Yeah, uh, I think Vice even calls it uh, brings up the comparison. It's now, I don't know if it's just as widespread because mm-hmm. I think by now eighty percent of of Xboxes, Xbox three sixties, yeah, have, have Red Ringed or mm-hmm. like something like nine. It's something some astronomical number of Xbox three sixties have suffered the Red Ring of Death. Yeah. Uh, wow. Nintendo's muted public response is not shocking in standard corporate public relations, uh, especially with a lawsuit in the air. Remember, it took Microsoft a year to acknowledge a more serious issue with the Xbox 360, the red ring of death that killed so many consoles. Yeah, that it, that's more serious because yeah. the entire system right. failed. This is just basically the controllers. You can get replacement controllers. Yes. Um, uh, the, the Vice article actually goes on to say, I have I haven't experienced Joy-Con drift on my Switch personally, but our podcast producer Kato has. Um, we asked Kato to call up Nintendo customer support, given what we know, and see how it went. On the first call, he was told to update the firmware of his Joy-Cons. After installing the update and going through the calibration process, he was told to call back if the Joy-Con drift issue returned. It did only a few minutes later. On the second call, the representative gave no pushback and immediately offered a prepaid shipping label, meaning the cost of shipping and repair would be taken care of by Nintendo. And that's a more updated article. That's a more updated article. This, uh, when was this posted? That's the one that says that they're basically going to... Yeah, this is the one that leaked the eternal memo. So, if you have the Joy-Con drift issue, just send it back to Nintendo. Yeah. There were some issues... What was the issue? When the Switch first came out, there were issues. Yeah. I forgot what it was. I don't remember. I do. But, but they were offering ref. They were, you know, I think it was the Pro Controller, actually. Yeah. It was something with the Pro Controller. It might have been the D pad. Yeah. Uh, they were offering uh, shipping labels to get it fixed, and they were, it would take days. It would take like Nintendo three has days or so. an excellent customer service. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, for in most cases, you will have to pay for a repair and stuff, but when there's like a serious issue, uh, they will take care of you, like as a consumer. They will ship you the packaging that you need. They will, uh, f- you know, pay for everything. You don't have to spend a dime. They get it back to you pretty quickly. I remember back in the day, uh, my Pokemon Red wasn't saving games anymore, so I called them up, you know, as a little eleven-year-old kid, and they're like, "Okay, uh, we'll send you a package. Just put it in there and ship it back to us with your Game Boy," and they sent everything back, and it worked. I don't Just remember that good. at all. Yeah, like this was like blew my mind that this happened. It was like some magical man <laughs> was coming to fix it. <laughs> that it, on the back of all old. When did they stop putting the support number on the back of consoles? Oh, I don't know. Because might have been that, the GameCube. It was the same sticker from yeah. the NES all the way up to probably the GameCube. Yeah. <sighs> I can almost touch it. Hey, I'll get it. You. You don't have that. All right. <laughs> Uh, but I suspect that it's on there. I mean, uh, I'm sure it's still the same number. When did they stop repairing NESs? Like 2012 or yeah. something ridiculous. Yeah, I remember there was a recent article saying like somebody called with a problem with their Super Nintendo. And 
the customer service rep said, listen, we don't officially service these anymore, but let's see what we can do. Like they stayed on the phone with him <laughs> trying to figure out the problem. So yeah, even if, like even if you did have to pay the forty dollars to fix it, like Nintendo does have good customer service. Like they will do everything they can to make sure you don't have to spend a dime if you until re- you have to. If you had your Joy-Con service in the past, you will get a refund if you call them. Yes. So uh, make sure you do that. Yeah. Because you get some money. Just take that money, spend it on uh, Switch Online. Or yeah. Something. Or get yourself some nice clothes, a nice forty dollars shirt. Yeah. Uh, at wolfdenapparel.com. <laughs> Is anyone suing? Last Friday, law firm... Ch- <laughs> Chimicles, <laughs> Schwartz, Kreiner, and Donaldson Smith. Law firms have the worst names. They have got to stop. <laughs> I'm going to read this again. Chimicles, Schwartz, Kreiner... I'm putting this on screen. Chimicles... <laughs> Swartz Kreiner and Donaldson Smith. That's the name of the law firm. Yes. All right. They This dumbass law firm filed a class action lawsuit <laughs> against Nintendo, alleging that the Joy-Con controllers are defective due to the drift issues, and the firm is actively seeking more Switch owners to join the suit. Honestly, that's probably the only reason Nintendo... Uh, Push this hard. Absolutely. I'm trying to get things fixed. Yeah. So they got a dumbass name, but good <laughs> all, on them for getting All law firms have a dumbass name. They always just take the last names of all the partners and just mash them together in this horrid cacophony of word salad. But <sighs> it's Chimicles, Schwartz, Kreiner. So those are three different people. And Ampersand. Yeah. Donaldson Smith. Is that one person? That's a fourth person. That's a fourth. So yeah. Donaldson Smith is the fourth person. Yeah. It's not two people. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Nicholas E. Chimicles, Robert J. Kreiner Jr., Stephen A. Schwartz, and Kimberly Donaldson Smith. Oh, I knew it was going to be a girl. Like, it's like her, <laughs> uh, yeah. her uh, like maiden name. Maiden name, yeah. So I bet, I bet she was a Smith and then uh, became a lawyer, so she had to get... She had to marry into a weird name. No, usually the the first name is the maiden name, so she's probably oh. a Donaldson. She must hate her husband then. Yeah. Too boring of a last name. Yeah. Sure. Anyway, but who's wait? There's a fifth guy there. Yeah. Uh, there's also there's these are just people whose names aren't in the uh, title. Yeah, yeah. So we, who cares? Not important yeah. Guy's name is Chimicles. Feeling. Chimi? No. You can't. It's chemicals. Yeah. You can't, can't get around that. Anyway, they the only reason Nintendo is doing anything is because of the Clash. This is the only yeah. way you get companies to do anything. Really, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I mean, if they're going to fix people's Joy-Cons for free and issue refunds, there's not really... A, I mean, I, I don't see them paying out in court, yeah. you know, for any damages. Um, and if you join that Clash Action lawsuit, you can get a nice 50 cents in your yeah. mailbox. Uh, will this be a problem on the Switch Lite? It's unclear if the Switch Lite announced earlier this month and upcoming and coming out uh, this September is affected by this. By this, but the Switch Lite doesn't have removable controllers, so if it does f- suffer from similar issues with stick drifting, the situation could be far worse. In that scenario, users won't be able to swap out a controller to fix it. Hopefully, Nintendo has seen the complaints regarding the issue on the full-size Switch. And is working to make sure 
the lights, joysticks are more robust. It'll, it'll be interesting to see because from all intents and purposes, it does look like the same exact Joy-Con. It does. Um, I don't think there's enough time for them to figure out how to change it, you know? Like, yeah. I don't think there was enough time for them to be like, okay, there's a problem with the with the yeah. joystick. Let's revamp the Switch Lite thumbstick. I don't mm-hmm. think I don't think there's enough time for them to do that. Uh, that being said, they could fix it moving forward, but uh, they have to redesign a whole part. And like, I don't. This might not be a proprietary a Nintendo Switch proprietary part. Yeah, because all these companies just buy parts from other vendors. And mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, I don't know who makes that part. It could be Nintendo. Yeah, I doubt it if other people are selling versions of it. Um, but it's possible they could fix it. But it doesn't. It seems like something that's going to take a long time for them to yeah. fix. They're fixing it by offering refunds and by uh by fixing it for free. Fixing it for free. Yeah. yeah, so that's not It's not I mean, good on Nintendo, but also maybe throw some of that Nintendo Switch online money into R&D and figure out yeah. how we can make things better. All right, we got a bunch of super chats here. Okay. Eventually it'll load. Oh my god, I don't even know where we left off. Uh, Troy Murphy, I remember him. TJ Steakhouse, thank you for the Twitch Prime sub on Twitch. Uh, Sergio Mario with two dollars. Arroyo. Oh, that's how you pronounce his name. Oh, I thought he was making fun of uh, the way I pronounce something. Arroyo. Arroyo. There you go. That's easy. Oh, Tree Sickle finally got back to me. They said. Uh, yeah, there was a drift on uh, on his Pro Controller. Hmm. So, that's so weird. Because yeah. that's, that's a different joystick. Yeah. And and the part that was rubbing was part of the joystick on that Pro Controller. It's probably on the board itself. Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't looked yeah. inside of a freaking Pro Controller. Um, Did you uh, resubscribed on Twitch Prime for 10 months? Thanks, man. Uh, the music crew over here with $2. Hey, guys. Love these podcasts. Play any instruments? Not anymore. I played the drums a lot, though, back in, back you know when I was cool. I used to, I keep saying I'm going to play guitar and bass again, but I haven't. So I, I have strings for my guitars. They all need to be restrung, but I haven't done it yet. I Last night on stream on mm-hmm. Twitch, I hooked up. I have a little MIDI drum pad. Oh, yeah. And I finally hooked it up. Uh, and I, I'm running it through Fruity Loops, which is a nightmare. Uh, but now, like, I can, like, do little beats in between games of Mario Maker. It's very stupid. Nice. Uh, so, yeah, I play the MIDI drum band. <laughs> David Easley with $2. Five Guys or Shake Shack? I haven't had Five Guys in a long time. I've been having Shake Shack a lot recently. I'm going to say Shake Shack because of i love their chicken sandwich they have damn good chicken sandwiches and five guys is really good yeah but uh it's expensive mm-hmm. shake shack is not actually shake shack is up there yeah too, i was gonna say what you said shake shack is very expensive but it's not as bad as five guys yeah um that being said if we're doing the burger yeah might have to give it a five guys. oh yeah five guys is the better burger mm-hmm. overall experience shake shack yeah Shake Shack is like nice and clean and it's, you know, hipstery. 
Five Guys is literally just a hole in the wall with peanuts everywhere. Yeah, and it's a million dollars. Yeah. Which is interesting because a lot of people have peanut allergies. Yeah. I think like 30% of people or mm -hmm. something ridiculous yeah. like that. So like you just cut out 30% of your yeah. market right there. Um, Miguel something just five dollars <laughs> and says hey guys love the content on the channel also getting my first switch once the revision comes out good to see progress on the joy con issue that's another thing there's a revision coming out right but as far as we know the revision is only to the battery correct that would have been the perfect opportunity to fix it would be the perfect opportunity to fix uh the joy con problem. Yeah. it would be a perfect opportunity to fix the power consumption issue but I don't think they're going to do any of that. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Ouch. Uh, Cal Goncalves with two Brazilian R's. What yeah. Uh, really nice shirt, Bob. Thanks, man. You can get it at tpublic.com slash wolfden if that still works. Uh, I think so. Ethan R with $5. When my Joy-Con drifted, I read it was dust, so I guess I was... Uh, tired or drunk when I did this and I put the Joy-Con in water <laughs> to remove the dust breaking it. Yeah, don't do that. That's dumb. Don't don't ever do put your electronics that. in water. If you're going to put some alcohol... A lot of people in the chat were saying WD-40 for a quick fix. Yeah. I don't think it's a good idea to put WD-40 in uh, electronics. I don't know because I don't know like the the complete like what is in like WD forty. I know it's good it's for like technically not a lubricant. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, silicon spray is a lubricant. WD forty has like parts in it that like you know can uh, like little like specks and things in there that like can get into cracks and could screw things up. And WD forty dries out. Yeah. Eventually. Like, yeah. So that's for a quick fix. I think you're probably better off. I mean, I've never done this, but I think you're probably better off just taking a drop of uh, isopropyl alcohol yeah. and rubbing it around. Higher, the, you want something like in the 90s in terms of like 90% isopropyl alcohol. They'll tell you, like the experts will tell you 99%, but that's surprisingly hard to find in drugstores. Hmm. So like 90, you can find 90% easily and that works too. Also good for cleaning uh, your contacts on cartridges. Do that. I thought you meant eyeball contacts. No. Um... So the, for little little like monitor cleaner, yeah, you know that that stuff. Yeah, it's fifty percent isopropyl alcohol and fifty percent, uh, or is it ethyl alcohol? Probably isopropyl alcohol. Yeah. Fifty percent alcohol and fifty percent distilled water. Yeah. So you can actually get distilled water in your electronics. Yeah. And things will be fine. Um, or like, or you can put a little bit in your electronics yeah. and things will be fine. Uh, it's all of the other elements and stuff in the water that screws yeah. things up so if it's just like tap water you're gonna have problems so um a little bit of isopropyl alcohol i think is a better idea than wd-40 yeah but i mean wd-40 i mean if you just put a little schmutz in there yeah. especially because now the cans have the hose attached to it so you just do it easy yeah you're just trying to remove i mean in some cases it could be dust but it seems like it's the stuff on the contact itself that's scraping off and yeah. that's what's creating the dust so you just want to clean that out it seems like yeah um or it could just that contact could just be wearing down and eventually it's just not going to work 
Duffman716. Thanks for the Twitch Prime sub. Oh, yeah. Or the regular sub. I don't know what it is. Uh, Arug Jordan. A, a rogue Jordan. That's it. For $2. <laughs> Will, you are incorrect. The FTC already warned Nintendo. Did they? I don't know. Did the FTC come up and be hey, like, hey, man, we're just reading Vice and Verge articles because yeah. they're the ones who get paid I'm for that just stuff. happy <laughs> that this was a Vice article that didn't end with, by the way, this thing you like is racist and homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> I saw, oh, that's one of the stories I wanted to pull was uh, Sigma, the new Overwatch yeah. guy. Uh, people were mad that he's uh, he's got no shoes. Really? Yeah, he's, he's, he's shoeless. His feet are just out. Oh, God. He's got full suit of armor. His feet are just out. A, what about all the little JRPGs where the yeah. girls are like not wearing anything? B, people were mad because the reason he's not wearing shoes is because he's mentally disabled. That was one of the headlines I saw. What? But he's, he's, he's like a psychopath. Okay. Um, or he's not tech. He's, he's got problems. Part of the trailer was he's like freaking out, you know? Um, but they, they wanted to... One of the guys said that... Did I actually put it in here? No, I didn't. They said that they wanted to sell the asylum. Yeah, look. I'm, I'm looking at the article now. Yeah, they wanted to sell the asylum. Look, yeah. say asylums, sometimes they don't give you shoes. They yeah. give you special shoes so you don't... You don't hang yourself. yourself with the shoelaces. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, one of the articles... I think... Is that Polygon? Yeah. Is Polygon mad mm-hmm. about it? Uh, I think they're just posting it. Let me see. Oh, okay. Uh, they posted the artist's response. One of them was mad about it. Yeah. And it's like, come on, just let him go, guys. Let him, let him not have shoes. Yeah. It's okay. I mean, there are worse things to be mad about than whether or not a character w- wears shoes. But Blizzard is really good at... Uh, they are. The, They'll alter a character if yeah. it offends people. Or, or like, yeah, if, if, if people, if enough people have a problem, they go, guys, we heard you, we hear your feelings, and we decided we're going to change it. But, like, this is the dumbest thing to, like, yeah. have, like, an uproar about. He's got no shoes, right? Yeah. His feet are a little disgusting. They're very mm-hmm. long. That's just the design choice, right? He also floats, so he doesn't need shoes. Yeah. Um, I don't know where I am anymore. Uh, hold on. Oh, Caden Bain, like, for the dollar... Fur dot eight oh one. Thank you for the dollar, Seth. Thank you for the dollar, Monkey Boy. Thank you for the dollar, Quentin Howell with five dollars or Hoey. Uh, how will you play Mario Party on the Switch Lite if the game requires you to have a single Joy-Con? You can't unless you buy a Joy-Con. Yeah. In my video about the Switch Lite, that was one of the games I talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you need to buy another Joy-Con to attach. Yeah. To or just not play Mario Party. Yeah. Could do that. Good. You know what I played this weekend? Crash Team Racing. How was that? I uh, still haven't. I still don't know if it'll even. <laughs> That's a good right question. Um, you know, I liked it. It was good. It was a lot of fun. It's not better than Mario Kart. Uh, I can't imagine. Drifting is really weird in it, because like you know how in Mario Kart you just like what is it uh, R when you go around turns? Yes. Uh, in this, you have to hold down both L one and R one. Like, you press one to hop, and then, like, you press down both to drift. That's weird. Yeah, it's very weird. weird. It took me forever to get used to. Uh, Um, Previously on uh, Wolf Den Live, I talked about how I couldn't even load Crash Team Racing because it kept crashing. Mm -hmm. I've since uninstalled it and reinstalled it. 
Uh, so let's see if it works. Yeah, give it a shot. Will you do that? I'll read uh, LT Kloppin. Uh, thank you for the dollar. Uh, Kyle Kilgore, thank you for $2. You guys are looking cute. Keep it up. Thanks, and he does, man. He does this emoji, the okay emoji. Uh, and Chris, Christian uh, Dominguez gave us a dollar. Thank you. Thanks, man. Thank you. All right, so you got the the Joy-Con screen up. We've gotten this far before. It's true. Oh, now you go got to go through the 20 pages. Oh, my God, it's 42 pages. Yeah. Whatever. <laughs> All right. What else do we have going on here, Will? Uh, we, we're done with the Joy-Con drill. Yeah. Deja vu. Uh, hold on, let me just clear these pages out. You always do song lyrics when you tweet out the yeah. live in live. Uh, I forgot to do it this week. Wow. So, I know, wow. I screwed up. I, I, got I did it for you. Oh, yeah? Because I did that. You did Deja Vu? Deja Vu. Well, I got one keto for next week because next week is episode 187. Uh, I don't... Uh, Oh, it's a rap lyric. Yeah. Uh, Um, Nintendo will now let you upload 64 courses to Super Mario Maker 2. (gasps) That is a reference to the Nintendo 64. Not really. Um, No, it's just a multiple. Of what you could What do you call that? What do you call that? It's just double. Yeah, but like when it's like 2, 4, 8, 16, 32... Oh, I don't know. 64. Uh, this just in. Uh, Super Mario Maker 2 in-game notification has revealed a course upload limit has been increased from 32 to 64 cur- courses per user. It won't end there, though. According to the same notification, Nintendo says it will raise the limit one more time in the future. Ooh. Yeah. Pete, this is something that... This update allows... With, okay. This update follows on from user complaints in June, which you can read more about in our existing post. So I guess people were complaining about this? Yes. When, this, when the game first came out, people were like, 32 limit? What? AJ brought up a good point on Twitter. He said something like, I don't think any of these 2 million people or whoever have mm-hmm. a game... I don't think all those people have 32 good course ideas. Oh, definitely not. <laughs> so maybe slow your roll over mm-hmm. there a little bit, you know? Uh, I think 32 is a lot already. It is. I still have not made one. I'm <laughs> still working on that one that I want to make. Yeah. Um, because I want it to be good. I'm doing a cutscene right now in Crash Team Racing, so this is as far into the game Damn. as I've ever gotten before. Uh, but I'll, I'll keep trying to actually get a game going. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, Fred says that uh, it was math. It's called math. Oh, thanks, Fred. Thanks, Fred. Amelia says, yes, exponential. Exponential. That's it. That sounds right. And then (laughs) Super Saiyan added me in the Discord and said, the word you're looking for is exponential. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Uh, So, yeah, 32 courses is a lot of courses already. Yeah. They upped it to 64. I, I challenge you to reach 64. Yeah. Like, and have good courses. And send them all to Bob. No, please <laughs> he don't will play send them me all. Any courses. We will do a special uh, YouTube stream where Bob will play all 64 of your courses. And I won't stop until I play all of them. Yes. Or die. <laughs> I would die before that ends. <sighs> all right. Uh, so that's cool. Good yeah. on them for upping it up a little bit. That was so last night. Uh, Mario Maker went down for a little bit. Oh, <gasps> I know. What you Actually, do? Actually, it was there was Nintendo online maintenance, so a bunch of yeah. games went down. 
Uh, apparently, Smash Brothers did not, though. And I was really? streaming at the time. I was an hour into my stream, and I was like, crap. Network maintenance. So I had to stop playing Mario there because it just turned off. Yeah. Uh, and then I switched to Smash Brothers. But then when it came back up, boom, you got 64 courses you nice. can upload. I'm trying to find out. Do you know how many courses you can upload in the first game? Pretty sure it was unlimited. Really? Yeah. Damn. I think. Don't forget, nobody had the game. Yeah. <laughs> so, can you look up, uh, is there any notes? Like, for the, the like, what they did with the server maintenance? Like, patch notes? Oh, uh, yeah, let me look that up. Alright, I just played through, like, some sort of, like, open area. So, Crash Team Racing seems to work now. Interesting. Uh, Nintendo Switch system updates and change history. Well, not the Switch itself. It was Switch Online. Yeah, hold on. Uh, update. Wait, when did you say it this was happened? last night at five Pacific, which is I think how they announced it. Okay. No. It was nine, six Pacific. Uh, me, tenants, patch notes, network maintenance information, operational status, past maintenance information. What do I do? Mm, It's not giving me anything. It says purchase and use of consumable items. During the maintenance window, network services may be unavailable. That's on July 29th. That's didn't happen yet. No, that didn't happen yet. View past maintenance information. That's what I want. And they're also going to be doing maintenance on the Wii Shop channel. Oh, <laughs> thank God. That needs fixing. They took it off already. Yeah, what the hell? So what maintenance are they talking about? That's on tw- July 29th also. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's it a mystery. Doesn't say anything. So all we know is that they took down Nintendo Switch Online and all they did was increase the limit of courses. Yeah. And guess what, Will? I was playing a Versus and Mario Maker Mm -hmm. and it wasn't any better when it came back up. It was slow as hell. That sucks. It was was particularly bad last night. Yeah. It was particularly choppy and slowy. 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 Yep, that's how it is. All right, we got some super chats. All right. Uh, We got... Oh, we got a bunch uh, we got Kukola 3 donated $6.66. Metal. Have some money. Thanks, man. Uh, Lieutenant Clopton gave us $2. Nintendo Switch Lite so far, babe. Thoughts? He has a video on it. <laughs> so far? Yeah. What do you mean so far? He says Nintendo Switch Lite so far, babe. Am I babe? You must be babe. Or is it the babe? I don't know. Um... Yeah, I have a video on it. It's great. I think it's going to be awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to get it. Hopefully, they fix the whole issue with the uh, transfer and you save and whatnot. Yeah. So, I can just jump between one console to the other console. Yeah. Um, um, Duffman, 716 with $5. I'm going to keep doing that if you keep donating us money. <laughs> uh, Wolf, Wolf Bros, what would you like to see in a Switch Pro model? I wouldn't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't. I don't think we need that. I don't think you. Uh, if you're gonna do a Switch Pro model, make it like the Switch Two. 
Mm-hmm. Just make it like the next generation Switch. Yeah, like we don't need a higher don't, resolution Switch. Yeah, right now, don't right? don't do iterative consoles. Um, did you see Kyle Kilgore with two dollars? You guys are looking cute. Keep it up. Do we? Yes. Do yeah, we did that previously. Christian Dominguez with the dollar. Yeah. I think I'm out of order from you. You are. Ocean Who with $2. Natalie Portman shouldn't be Thor, should be Valkyrie. She has to be Thor first before she becomes Valkyrie. That's the canon, bro. And she only recently became Valkyrie. But we'll get into that. What? Oh, we'll get into that. Yeah. Okay. Um, Sergio Arroy. Arroyo. Damn it. With $2. (laughs) Where did you get your shirts? Actually, both of them both were tpublic.com yeah. slash Wolfden. Well, this was a limited edition one that we did. I think like, I put it back up. Okay. I think it's yeah, you sure? Because this is a sick sick design, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody bought it. Yeah. It was limited edition, and then nobody bought it. So mm-hmm. I just put it back up. Um, that's it. That's it yeah. for, the, for the Super Chats and whatnot. Uh, Linda says, do you think Nintendo Switch Online would be better on the Nintendo Switch Lite? No. No. Might be worse. Yeah, I have a network adapter. My internet is fantastic. Okay, uh, I was playing with you guys when we did uh, X Men Le- X Men Legends, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. I was playing off Wi Fi. So, Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Let's talk about Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yes, uh, it's great. It's a very good game. Yeah, I would never buy it if we weren't <laughs> playing it right. the other day. But yeah, uh, I probably wouldn't. Honestly, I probably wouldn't have bought it either if I didn't know it would give me views. But <laughs> it it's. It's a great game to play with other people. Absolutely. Regardless of skill level. Yeah. Um, it is fun to play by yourself. Uh, just be aware that uh, the camera issues are bad. Um, it's also way harder Yeah. by yourself. Especially like, like leveling up. We plowed through enemies like yeah. crazy when we were actually... Like the AI is not good. No. Like the team AI yeah. is not good. Um, but yeah, it's a fun little beat-em-up. Yeah. It's fun to play as all the different characters with all their different abilities. And they all play very differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of wish I had more time to screw. I heard Thor's amazing. I didn't Thor's think. Thor's pretty good. I really like Captain Marvel, mm-hmm. and I think she's really good. Uh, Wolverine is the best character, just bar none, no <laughs> questions asked. Um, Spider Man, Spider Man is oh, really good. So he's got regenerative health. See, I don't know if he does. Huh. I think he's the best character because the game, they like like we said, the game is a beat 'em up, and in terms of like beating people up, his moves are the best for that. Like getting in close and just. Beating the crap out of everybody. I played a little bit as Spider-Man and then a little bit as Spider-Gwen. Yeah. Spider-Man's better. Yeah. Uh, Spider-Gwen's pretty cool, too. But mm-hmm. I liked Spider-Man a little bit. Yeah. Miles Morales isn't bad, either. He plays similarly to Spider-Man, but he's got, like, his Miles Morales power, so... I, Spider-Gwen had one good move. She makes this giant snowball yeah. out of the <laughs> web and just flings it around, and it takes out a lot of people. Yeah. So, like, uh, it's cool to, like... Like, it's a beat-em-up, but there's a lot of different abilities that you can uh, use for all different circumstances it, very it's a, quickly. It's a beat-em-up, but it's also an RPG. So there's leveling up, there's progression system, there's, there's skill a, trees. There's a big progression system yeah. skill tree. And I'm not about... I would just fire it points at all yeah. random Yeah, that's basically what I was doing. Um, but, like... It's not, it didn't feel like, I mean, there was, I mean, you're sitting there just kind of mashing buttons, mm-hmm. but uh, it felt like there was a strategy to mashing buttons, yeah. not like Turtles in Time where you're sitting there just like yeah. the A button, you know, trying to beat up everybody. Yeah. Uh, there are the different moves and abilities that you can cycle through. Yeah. Um, and you got your like team attack or whatever it's yeah. called. Um, or the ultimate. Yeah. 
well the ultimate you can do individually mm-hmm. but then like you can, like if you're playing with other people you can be like yo we're all gonna do this and they all do it at the same time thing yeah and then they all come up on screen yeah. it's like a cool thing yeah uh it's fun it's a lot yeah. of fun but again it's not something i ever would have bought on my own yeah unless we were playing it uh together on stream like we did mm-hmm. uh but it was a good time yeah so if you have anybody you want to play with i recommend that it's a great game to play uh with other people whether it be on your console or online yeah the whole reason i brought it up was because nintendo switch online uh ran great yeah in that game yeah there were no issues with it and i don't know if it was because i was the host mm. or if there was even a host yeah i don't know exactly how it works for that game and it's weird because this is a nintendo well it's a first party title it's a first party nintendo title. published it it was developed by a uh, team ninja and koei tecmo well, I think yeah. Koei Tecmo owns Steam Ninja. Um, and it was surprisingly easy to... Par- well, it was easy for me to party up. Yeah. Uh, we played with AJ and Parker. Mm-hmm. And Parker had some issues because he was playing on somebody else's account. Yeah. Um, but we ended up... It, I just invited everybody and everybody came in. It, yeah. wasn't, it, was, it wasn't a problem at mm-hmm. all. Uh, and that's suspiciously simple for yeah. a Nintendo <laughs> game to play online with other yeah. people. You know? Like, Nintendo games don't usually play like that. Yeah. Uh, and it does also use the Switch Online app if you really want to. But you don't want to. We use Discord. We use uh, Google, Google Hangouts. Hangouts. Yes. Um, so yeah, that it. Nintendo can do it. They can make great online stuff. You yeah. Know? They they can fix their online because they did it with with uh, with Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah. But uh, it's 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 suspicious because i feel like that was team ninja yeah there's no i can't imagine nintendo being that yeah uh, they probably would have screwed it up somehow yeah i have no faith in them neighborhood alert helicopter circling around helicopter oh, circling these people have nothing better to do than yeah to make a little ring alert uh, f- somebody actually posted in our Discord chat. There's a WD-40 makes a specialist contact cleaner spray. Oh, get that. There you go. Oh, he's got a picture of it. Yeah. Get that. And I have a straw and everything. Yeah. Who's to someone? RZ? RZ. He's on a roll tonight. Yeah. Uh, I have the Rust Buster version of that because I have a lot of things in my garage that are rusty. <laughs> this is why you should be a part of our supporter-only Discord. Yeah. So you can yell at us while we're streaming. Mm-hmm. Uh, AJ says, I played it with OK Beast a couple of days ago, and it was very laggy at points. Really? That is We must have just had a good night. Yeah. Or maybe they had bad internet. Yeah. They were playing on Wi-Fi or something. Mm -hmm. Uh, That's very interesting. I'm over here praising it, and I only played it once. But there was not a single problem. Yeah. We all came into the game, uh, didn't lag the whole time. Yeah. It was all perfect. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had a good experience. Yeah. They gotta, they gotta, they gotta fix their weird server issues. They really do. Get on that UDP instead of TCP or whatever the hell they use. <laughs> That's apparently. Did I talk about that on no. the podcast? Somebody commented on my Switch Online video and said, "I'm a network engineer. It's because <laughs> they use uh, TCP instead of UDP." And I was like, "That you're the only person who's ever made sense to me <laughs> because." I don't want to say the wrong information, but right. But if, remember back to your Cisco days, Will, when we both took Cisco classes. All right. right, one of us paid more attention in that class than the other did. So, so one of them, mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure, 
one of them's unreliable. Yeah. And uh, if if packet co- if packet information comes in mm-hmm. and and they miss a packet, it'll just drop it and grab the next packet. You understand? Yeah. So like if you're texting and a packet doesn't get received, it'll just forget about it. Okay. And then a text won't go through. But if you're playing a video game, it's not important. Just leave the packet. Yeah. Get the next packet. Mm-hmm. That's more important. Um. So you want the unreliable one while you're gaming because normally the game will have enough brain power to be like this is what the player meant to do yeah and nintendo doesn't do that nintendo if there's a packet lost nintendo will go stop the whole game yeah we need that packet pause nobody move all right we got the packet okay so according to netscout.com tcp is reliable connection oriented uh segment retransmission and flow control through windowing segment sequencing that's the one they use and acknowledgement sequencing. UDP is unreliable, connectionless, has no windowing or retransmission, no sequencing, and no acknowledgement. That's the one you want right. because the game fills in the space. Right. Everyone else uses UDP. Yeah. And uh, Nintendo uses TCP. Right. That's what it is. Because Nintendo, gonna Nintendo. Yeah. They just need some error correction. Yeah. And to use UDP mm-hmm. or whatever the hell it is. All right. Now we can move on to, uh, oh, hey, there's a new Pokemon game on the way. Oh, wow. It's from the guys who made Call of Duty Mobile. You mean it's a mobile game. Tencent? Yeah. Dun, I, dun, dun. I thought this was Game Loft, but then I was like, oh, no, that's the ripoff. Yeah, that's modern <laughs> combat. Yes. According to Nintendo Life, uh, where am I? The Pokemon company is teaming up with Chinese, game, uh, Chinese giant Tencent uh timmy studio group to release yet another new game for the series it has been confirmed no specific details for the game have been shared as of yet although timmy uh studios history would suggest that it might be a a mobile shooter no another (laughs) title designed for mobile platforms joining several other pokemon games which have been revealed over recent months uh, the company is currently working on the upcoming Call of Duty Mobile, which unsurprisingly plans to bring key elements of the shooter franchise to smartphones. Tencent's relationship with the Nintendo with Nintendo has been blooming as of late, with the company forming a Nintendo cooperation department and getting the go-ahead to distribute Switch consoles in China. Naturally, we'll make sure to update you with any further updates. So we got another Pokemon game coming out. Only this time it's being developed by Chinese monolith Tencent. Yes. Um, did you know? This is a little tangent. Uh, Tencent is a production company on the new Top Gun movie, Top Gun Maverick. I did not know that. Yeah, so they're also dabbling in movies. And because Tencent is a uh, producer on the, on the movie, the back of Tom Cruise's jacket was changed from what it was in the 80s because in the 80s it had like japan and like thailand on the back of the jacket this one it has two generic flags oh yeah that's messed up that is messed up <laughs> i also heard that they wanted to film in germany and they wouldn't let them because tom cruise is part of scientology and they thought that was uh like, I, like i a, believe it they they think that's like a like a they they verify they like register it as a cult or something yeah. over there so they're like no you can't film on any of our military yeah. bases uh, I got no, like, 
I haven't seen Top Gun in God knows how long. I barely remember I've it. Never out, seen it outside of like the vaguely homoerotic parts of it. Uh, <laughs> vaguely, vaguely in quotes. Um, this this trailer looks awesome. I haven't seen and, like, it. It looks really good. Like it makes you like want to watch the original and be like be pumped for this. I'm down for those dumb movies. Yeah, like, you know the like super manly like, yeah. action movies. And like it's got the theme song, like you know that guitar riff that goes. And Kenny Loggins is back to do new music. <laughs> Hashtag Danger Zone. Tencent baby. had nothing to do with uh, Detective Pikachu the movie, right? I don't think so. That was the company that did Godzilla. Yes, that's Toho. Toho, okay. That's, yeah. that's different. Okay. Yeah. Um, I am down for more Pokemon mobile games. Yes. Pokemon Go is great. I need more that are also great. Because right now, Pokemon Go is really the only mobile game that I think is any good. Yeah. A, a lot of other ones seem like B-rate, uh, like, like traditional pokemon games it's yeah. like traditional pokemon games with a lot removed yeah you know? there's that new game coming out i forgot the name of it. oh yeah i know the one you're talking about though uh we talked about it oh pokemon masters uh oh and there's an article from the verge from 22 hours ago pokemon masters on mobile turns collecting pokemon into a microtransaction <laughs> Uh, since Nintendo properties started expanding to mobile devices four years ago, we've seen a number of uncharacteristic experiments, including games branded with popular flagship characters that are nonetheless filled to the brim with microtransactions. The Pokemon Masters, the latest mobile title in the monster capturing franchise announced last month, is no exception. The game is being developed by Japanese mobile powerhouse DNA, which Nintendo kind of owns. Kind of owns. The same company that helped Nintendo develop mobile versions of the popular franchise Super Mario, Animal Crossing, and Mario Kart. And for the first time, this is a Nintendo-affiliated title that's being per uh, published by DNA and not by Nintendo itself. Interesting. Hmm. The company's representative was quick to point out that Nintendo owns 10% of DNA, as well as one-third of the Pokemon company, giving it indirect influence over some Pokemon properties even when none of its employees are working on the title. That said, the first title, uh, Pokemon Mas the, f the one title Pokemon Masters most resembles is Fire Emblem Heroes, the iOS and Android game DNA co-developed with Intelligent Systems and released in 2017. Fire Emblem Heroes is great. Is it? I was a big fan. Okay. I played it a lot when you were having your gallbladder issues and we were in the hospital. I was next to you. Playing a lot of Fire Yes. Games. It was great. I was too busy being hopped up on morphine. Yes. Yes. <laughs> um, that may come as a bit of a surprise to long-time long -term Pokemon fans who are experiencing some more traditional, and it's uh, something more traditional, who are expecting something more traditional, and it's not necessarily a bad thing. I got my hands on Pokemon Masters for a short demo, meaning the Verge guy. Mm -hmm. How come I didn't? Uh, this month, and I got to see firsthand exactly how DNA has designed it this free-to-play games monetization and collecting collection systems it's relatively fair so long as you're willing to accept that microtransactions are core to the experience if it's anything like fire Emblem heroes mm -hmm. i didn't feel pressured to use microtransactions one bit because okay. i don't play that game yeah i still have not spent a dime in pokemon go uh i think you can fast track and get and pay to unlock certain characters mm -hmm. in fire Emblem heroes but I was like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm just going to fight them. And then when I beat them, I'll just acquire them. Yeah. Uh, 
First and foremost, if you find yourself pushed away by traditional Japanese gacha elements, you're not going to like Pokemon Masters. Gacha is a loot box style mechanic named after randomized toy vending machines in Japan, and it's a common monetization practice in the Asian mobile market. So like Fire Emblem Heroes, which was designed around core gacha elements, this particular mobile uh, Pokemon game revolves around collecting characters at various levels of rarity, sometimes playing, uh, sometimes paying for the ability to unlock them more frequently. But unlike traditional Pokemon games, those characters you're collecting are trainers, not just the titular creatures. So we talked about this previously. Mm -hmm. This game looks like it's the closest we're going to get to a traditional Pokemon game on your phone. Right. But you're not collecting Pokemon. You're collecting trainers who have Pokemon. Right. So like you have like. It'll be three trainers versus your three trainers. Yeah. And you could pick the trainers that you that you want to fight. Mm -hmm. So it's cool that you're doing actual Pokemon battles, but you're battling with... I mean, the trainers kind of... Like, what's the difference yeah. between having a trainer and just having... Because the Pokemon's the one doing the move. Mm -hmm. It's not like the trainer's doing the move. So I'm interested in this. But mm -hmm. uh, it seems like there's microtransactions to fast track your way through actually uh, purchasing... Or unlocking the different guys. Yeah. Just don't do the microtransactions. And then you should be fine. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, what were we talking about? Uh, oh, the new Powerball game. Kind of, yeah. yeah. This, it, you know what? Originally, I was like, if they're making, a, if it's the same people who make it a Call of Duty mobile game, it's probably going to be like a, they're probably going to put a lot of work into it. It's probably going to be a yeah. big deal. I take it all back. It's probably going to be like a Magikarp jump situation. Yeah. And it'll probably, this like, it sounds like this is only going to be released in China. That one, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, maybe first in China? Maybe. I mean, Pokemon is big enough. Well, so Call of Duty is big enough too. Is Call of Duty mobile available in the US? I don't think it's available. I think this, I think the article said that they're still making it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, it will be available. It will be US. available. Um, are any Pokemon mobile games now available in China? Is the question. I don't know. I don't know if they are. Yeah. Because China has very strict rules. Mm -hmm. Maybe that's why they went with this publisher so that they can get it fast tracked into actually being published yeah. in China. All right. Well, I'm going to read some super chats. All right. Uh, where are we? Uh, well, first we had. Uh, Tang Stanky uh, subscribed on Twitch Prime. Thanks, man. Uh, Dean Lovett also subscribed on Twitch Prime, and We Robo Twenty Twenty Four subscribed on Twitch Prime. Thanks, man. And LT Clopton with two dollars. Yeah. What games would you like on the Switch? Uh, Resident Evil Two Remake. This is a pie in the sky. Also, the other two Devil May Cry games. Like, why is only the first one on there? I used to say Mario Maker, but now I'm good. Yeah. Give me Super Mario Sunshine. Yeah. No, Galaxy. Give me Galaxy. It's just GameCube games in general. Yeah, I want some GameCube yeah. games. Uh, Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Yeah. Give me that. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. V Legend Z4. Thank you for the Twitch sub. Nick Chimicles <laughs> with $2. Synergy Attack. Yo. Tell me that's you, the guy. Tell me you just changed your name. <laughs> that's the guy. That's insane. <laughs> Yo, congratulations on your class action loss. Yeah. Dark type with five dollars. 
Hello, Wolf Bros. Where would you rank my... Uh, I keep thinking it's My Hero Academia. <laughs> but it's Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That, yeah. That, uh, that acronym. Where would you rank MUA3 among all the other MUA games? Also, Thor is my favorite character in the game. Uh, I would rank it number one because I don't remember much from the other two. I didn't play the second one and I talked to a friend who did and he said it kind of sucked. <laughs> um... MUA 1 was a much more streamlined experience. Like, leveling up wasn't that as big of a deal. Um, managing your team and health wasn't as big of a deal. Uh, it was a much longer game. It was a much longer game. I mean, I don't know. I'm barely into this one. So, but like, I remember, like, spending forever on the first Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know where I would rank it. Uh, I have also played X-Men Legends, the first one, not the second one. And that one is full-on RPG because you have to manage health, mutant powers. Uh, the skill tree is insane. Um, you, when, you, when you talk about X-Men Legends, my brain goes to either Mega Man Legends or Mega Man X, and I freak out. Yeah, that so I'm is, like, what game are you talking about? That right is now? all incorrect. <laughs> uh, where are we? Uh DJ Turner 13 resubbed on Twitch for three months. Thank you. Such a great show every week. Thanks. Thank you. Uh, Duffman716 with $2. Oh, so yeah. Uh, with Marshala Ali. Oh, yes. Being cast in the Blade reboot. Do you think this will somehow bring back the Netflix uh, heroes or they will make a call back to Cottonmouth? Uh, my hopes is they bring back at least Charlie Cox and Mike Coulter to reprise their roles. Um, do you want to wait until we get into, because yes. this kind of ties into something I was going to say with, uh, the announcement. Of yes. Marshall We're going to get into it right yeah. after we read these. Yeah. Uh, thank you for your two dollars. Yeah. Migs Luna. Uh, thank you for the Switch Prime. So, uh, I'll, okay. I'm Cherokee. $5. Will. Thoughts on Martian Manhunter 7, Flash 75, House of X 1, Batman Curse of the White Knight 1, and Detective 1008. You gotta give me less comics to read every month. Have every you week. ever read a Martian Manhunter comic? I've been like, when it, usually when he sends me like this mountain of lists, there are certain ones like I'll read, and then there are certain ones I'll speed read. Martian Manhunter is usually the one I speed read, especially after like the first two issues, because there's not much I can say about it. <laughs> Afterwards, I mean, it's consistent with the other ones. <laughs> so there's that. Uh, Martian Manhunter is consistent with the others. Uh, Flash 75, I I don't remember anything that happened. In, and I know this is supposed to be like the Flash year one arc. Um, but like I was just lost in this last issue. Um, so this was bad. This story was bad. Flash is bad. Stop reading Flash. <laughs> um, Curse of the White Knight. I did not read the, first, uh, the original White Knight story. So I didn't read this. Probably not going to read it until I read White Knight. Don't know when that's going to be. Uh, and Detective 1008, uh, I did not read yet, um, but it's sitting on my iPad right now. And I'm sure it's just as good as the previous issues in the series. I've really liked Peter Tomasi's run. Now, House of X. That's the big one. Marvel is rebooting the X-Men basically completely. Because like for the past few years, X-Men comics have been crap. So finally, they're like, okay, enough of this. Jonathan Hickman... Do whatever you want to do with the X-Men. It's been at least 10 years of bad X-Men comics. Yeah. So they're like, Jonathan Hickman basically came in. He's doing two books, House of X and Power of 10, but it's written Power of X. That will lead into like a full like X-Men line-wide reboot. How many times have they rebooted X-Men? A lot. But this is one of those like starting over from nothing reboots. Like what Grant Morrison did, like what uh, Joss Whedon did. 
Um, this one is only like much bigger because X-Men was in a completely messed up place beforehand. Um, and like, it's just the first issue, but like you can see the seeds of like a, a new, good, understandable, that's important, understandable <laughs> status quo um, to come for X-Men. Uh, I, I have faith in this, especially because Jonathan Hickman is a great writer. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what he does with it. Uh, I will be following this, not closely, so don't, don't ask me to read any more issues <laughs> that he's doing. Um, but I will be following this because I think that we will finally get good X-Men comics once again. Last I tried to get into X-Men, uh, Wolverine was running the Xavier School. Professor X was walking across the United States. That, that can't be correct at all. <laughs> Why? Professor X, there was no point in time when Professor X was traveling the country. I think, wait, no, was that before? This was years ago. Yeah. This was like a decade ago. Oh, you might be right, because then that went into Avengers vs. X-Men. Yes. Because they weren't talking to each Cyclops and Wolverine weren't talking yeah, to each other. Yeah, and Cyclops turned into a bad guy. Yeah, and Cyclops killed Professor X. Yeah. Before he, Professor X died, he was walking. Yeah. And he was just, he was. Like, he was right. just going around. Yeah. Yeah, it was very stupid. Yeah. Uh, Mark Santor, thank you for $2. Hey, Wolf Bros, any hype for Fire Home Three Houses? No. No. <laughs> Mystic 101 with two A's. I think we need more dolphin milk farmers. What does that mean? That Is that a joke I don't get? I'm Googling it now, and I'm kind of afraid to. Uh, Cola in the chat says, holy shit. Crap, we got an expert. <laughs> but he didn't say crap. Uh, wellfacts.org. Dolphin, dolphin milk. Dolphins with calves produce milk in their mammary glands. Dolphins can uh, simultaneously lactate and gestate, so a pregnant dolphin may continue feeding an already born calf. This is the first thing that comes up when I look up dolphin milk. So their babies are called calves? Yeah. That's You can't do that? Yeah, you can. That's, too, that's already a thing. Yeah. Calves are already a thing. I think they call killer whale babies like pups or something. No. Yeah. Can't do that. Yeah, you can. Those are dogs. You can do whatever you want. No, you can't. You can't do it. All right. Let's All talk right. about a final story, which is the Marvel announcements at San Diego Comic-Con. Yeah, so will last week. Away, my last guy. week it was San Diego Comic-Con. We did not. Go, everyone asked me why I wasn't there. Why weren't you there? Because you weren't invited. Yeah, we never get invited to San Diego Comic Con, uh, and also I don't have any time off left. But uh, one day, maybe with one a day. with a cure. Um, Marvel was back at Hall H, uh, where they announced their entire um, lineup for the next few years, um, and by that I mean just the next two. And they announced one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten things they're releasing in the next two years. And they didn't even talk about any sequels. <laughs> no. Well, they talked about one or two. Three, actually. Um, so, we got Black Widow coming out in May 1st, 2020. Black Widow will be a, uh, an interquel that will take place in between Civil War and Infinity War. Um, and that's the first movie that's coming out yes i'm gonna do i'm gonna do this in intended release order and then i'm gonna like talk a little bit about uh what each movie is gonna what to expect okay so black widow will revisit the budapest situation that her and hawkeye always talk about 
Okay. And it will introduce Taskmaster. Um, although, so, so the Budapest situation happened after Civil War. No, it happened before. It happened before Avengers One, but mm-hmm. it will. This movie will apparently reference it and like talk about exactly what that was. Okay. Okay. Uh, although it was the last Phase 4 movie to be revealed, Scarlett Johansson's standalone Black Widow movie is the first Marvel movie after Endgame and Spider-Man Far From Home finished out the Infinity Saga. And it takes place before the events of Infinity War. So this is the first film of Phase 4. And it takes place before Infinity War. All right. Marvel played a teaser trailer, which included shots of the first 30 days of shooting. In addition to some archival footage, the cast includes David Arbor, Florence Pugh, Rachel Weiss, and O.T. Uh, he's got a bad word in his name. O.T. <laughs> Fagbenel. Wow. Um, you made that weird. They didn't, his, his name didn't make it weird. You made it weird. It caught me off guard. <laughs> uh f- yeah, uh, Scarlett Johansson said, I get to play Natasha as a fully realized woman in, in all of her many facets. I'm excited for fans to see what she perceives to be the flawed side of her. And I'm looking f- I'm looking to wipe some of that red out of my ledger. Uh, that last bit is a callback to a, controversy, uh, to a conversation with Hawkeye in 2012's Avengers, which also mentions Budapest, a major location in this movie. The teaser also confirmed the villain will be a the physical mimic, the Taskmaster, Though it though it's unknown who's playing the role, he has a shield in the concept art. Yes, that's the Taskmaster shield. Right. Yeah. But if he's physically mimics other people that he fights against, yeah, doesn't he have to ro- encounter Captain America? I mean, he has the shield at some point. Right. Yeah. In case he does counter, that's also what I'm saying. Like, doesn't he? He mimics other people's fighting styles. Yeah. So wouldn't he have had to encounter Captain America at not, some point? Not necessarily. Like, now I, mean, I have a shield. Also, I don't think Taskmaster has to like physically be in the same room as you. Mm. I think he can like study videotape. Okay. Yeah. The whole point is like Taskmaster like can basically match you move for move, mm-hmm. no matter what. And the shield, like he also used the shield for like blocking because he's that good. The like the the traditional Taskmaster design, like the comic book design, yeah. he's got. A bit of every Marvel character, yeah. like on his person. Well, he's got like the big cape. He's got the skull mask. He's got the sword. So he's like ready to do battle with anybody. You're thinking of a different character, aren't you? No, I'm not. Okay. I'm thinking of what he looks like from uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, Marvel vs. Captain. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's been a big push for Taskmaster because he he was in that game and uh, Marvel. Versus Capcom 3. He was in Spider-Man. Uh, he's going to be in the Avengers game. Um, so, yeah, they're big push for Taskmaster. Which is cool. He's he's a cool villain. Okay. Next. You ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm so down. All right. <laughs> the Eternals, November 6th, 2020. Uh, the Eternals was the first movie Kevin Feige presented at Hall H., um, and it sounds like the MCU's most cosmic film yet. Slightly tweaking the comic origin story from the uh, slightly tweaking the comic origin story from the comics. Their words: mm-hmm. The Eternals is a race of immortal aliens sent to Earth by the Celestials to protect mankind from the Deviants. Ange- Angelina Jolie will play Thena, and Selma Hayek will play the Eternals' leader Ajak. The cast also includes Richard Madden. Richard Madden, Camille Mangiani, Brian, Brian uh, Tyree Henry, uh, Leela McHugh, Don Lee, 
and Lauren Ridloff, who will portray the first death MCU character. Is is she is that character deaf in the Yes. Comic? Uh she pl- I think she was in The Walking Dead played a deaf person. I think you're right. Uh most people don't give a crap about the Eternals. This is going to be the next Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Like Guardians of the Galaxy nobody cared yeah. about either. This so, is like, this yeah, is like loved it. This is like a weird cosmic thing much like Guardians was and from all I can tell it's like weirder and more cosmic cuz this is a Jack Kirby original. And Jack Kirby, when he's allowed to go cosmic, it's the most bonkers thing you'll ever read. Um, but yeah, I have no idea what to expect from this. I know nothing about the Eternals. Everything I keep uh, reading says this is going to be primarily based on Neil Gaiman's Eternals miniseries from like the early 2000s, uh, which doesn't surprise me because that's one of those situations where Marvel has one book from that really everything stems from. And like that sounds like it would be that book. Uh, Kumail Nanjiani, uh, I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about how uh, he is surprisingly buff. Yes. He's gotten buff out of nowhere. And then I heard that he's now going to be an MCU hero. So that's why he's been getting buff. Yes. Because he probably knew this already. Um, He also said, like, I've been coming to Comic-Con for like eight years and this is my first time ever in Hall H. I had to be in a movie in order to get into Hall H. (laughs) That's going to be good. Uh, yes. I'm, uh, that should be really I'm gonna, interesting. I'm going to see that. Okay. The Falcon and the Winter Soldier coming to Disney Plus in fall 2020. I wish this was just a movie. But I, I'm very excited for this. Yeah. I wish it was just a movie. Sebastian Stan and Anthony Mackie with the Anthony Mackie came out with the Captain America shield. They took to the stage to reveal the first story details about the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, which will stream on Disney Plus in the fall of 2020. In the teaser, we hear Witcher Soldier's code phrase, you know, the whatever that makes him go insane. Okay. The Civil War. Um, it was un- the one uttered by Daniel Brühl's Baron Zemo that sent him berserk in Civil War. Brühl will reprise the role of, Cat- of Baron Zemo in uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. And he says that in the teaser, and as he says in the teaser, I can't imagine what you all must be thinking. A villain seizes control of the panel, and you expect me to threaten some un unspeakable act of violence. Daniel Brühl says this in the teaser trailer that they're presenting. Uh, Brühl is then seen with a purple mask more in line with Zemo's comic book look. Which is great, because Baron Zemo has a very stupid mask, (laughs) and I'm really excited that they're going to try to do it in live action. This is a much cooler mask. Yeah. But, I mean... But where's... I need, oh, there we go. That's a a dumb mask. It's basically a ski mask with a gold crown on it. Yeah, that is dumb. (laughs) He's purple. Yeah, I like, I like him in Winter Soldier. Yeah, this is, and was, I think this, this is very, good. and I think this is a very good uh, combination of characters, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think you know teaming him up against Zemo is a great idea. Um, I think you know because now Falcon is Captain America, but every facet of everybody's fiber was like following the clues and realized Bucky probably should have been the next Captain America. Um, so, I'm, but I'm excited to see like how this all plays out. Like of all the spinoffs that could have happened after uh, Endgame, this is the one I was most excited to follow. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited that it's, that it's going to be happening. I guess I'm going to have to subscribe to Disney Plus. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I like, I don't, it's too much. It is. Just make a movie. And, yeah. then, and then that's two hours of my life, and then it's done. Yes. I don't need that many hours to be taken away from me. Um, 
Yeah, this will be the first of the Marvel series to debut on Disney Plus, and it will be in the fall of 2020. And then we get Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. And this is coming out February 12th, 2021. Excuse you. Yes. Um, and so this this villain, this movie is going to be all about um, Shang-Chi, the martial artist. He is going to be played by relative newcomer uh, Simi, Simi Liu. Um, I don't know if you saw it, but like a year ago, he tweeted to Marvel like, hey, I want to play Shang-Chi. Wow. And then when this happened, he's like, yo, dreams come true. Yeah, I saw. He had like a pretty small Twitter following. Too. Yeah. And he's, he tweeted the other day. He said, wow, this aged really well. Yeah. Or he said like, still can't believe yeah. I'm, I'm in the MC. Oh, no, he said something like, uh, uh, still can't believe like a week ago, I was just in my underwear eating cheese zits. Yeah. And now here I am still doing the same thing. But now I'm in the MCU. Yeah. Uh, also, it's important to point out that uh, Simi Liu uh, does know martial arts, mm-hmm. which is important because the guy who played Iron Fist didn't. Uh, um, and also, this movie will feature the Mandarin, the real Mandarin. Remember, Iron Man 3 was a fake Mandarin? This yes. time is going to be the real Mandarin. And he looks nothing like the other Mandarin. Yeah. yeah. Um, and the Mandarin in this movie will be played by Tony Ling, uh, Luin. Lung, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Lung, <laughs> um, who's right. actually like uh, a fairly well known um, Chinese actor. He's been in uh, like a lot of like John Woo movies, and he's been in Infernal Affairs, which was the the uh, basis for The Departed. He's been in like a ton of things. Um, this will also star Aquafina. <coughs> Bless like you. Yeah, she's good. Um, Shang Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings will hit theaters February 12th, 2021. Next. WandaVision. They are serious about that name. Yeah, that is such a stupid name. Uh, unquestionably the weirdest of the Disney Plus series, WandaVision sees Elizabeth Olsen's Wanda Maximoff, aka the Scarlet Witch, reunite with Paul Bettany's Division. Described as a mega event series unlike anything we've seen before, WandaVision takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame, despite Vision having been killed and not reconstructed, uh, resurrected, rather, in Infinity War. Um, said Olsen, it's gonna be, it's gonna get weird, and we're gonna finally understand Wanda Maximoff as the Scarlet Witch. Both the setup and tease, which evoked the 1950s, seem to draw inspiration from the House of M series as well as Tom King's suburban uh, Vision storyline. That's uh, the new one. Yeah, like the family of the yeah. Vision. That's yeah. cool because everybody loves that. Yeah. Uh, other MCU characters will appear as well, including an adult Monica Rambeau from Captain Marvel, who will be portrayed by uh, Tayona Paris from Dear White People. So it's going to feature an adult Monica Rambeau, which probably means she's going to be her character, whose name I can't remember. I think it's Solaris or Polaris is one of those. Um, but Polaris. yeah, this is supposed to be like a mind-bendy type show where like every episode is going to be kind of different. It's going to like go into Scarlet Witch's effed up mind and things like that and play with like tropes of like sitcom families and things like that. That's cool. So yeah, it's... I think part of the reason the Disney Plus shows have great potential is because they can do really weird crap like this. And if they pull it off right, then that's great. (laughs) And then back to the movies. Doctor Strange 2, which will be called Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. (laughs) I love that. So so wait, pause. Yes. Um, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming, uh, uh, Far From Home... Yeah. Tease the multiverse. Yes. But like, not really. Like, yeah, it like, turned like, out uh, 
spoiler alert for Far From Home. Uh, it turned out Quentin Beck was lying. He's not from the multiverse. Yeah, which the- which I, we assumed was the case. Yes. Even on the show we talked about. That. Yeah. Um, now it looks like there's a multiverse. Well, well, as Kevin Feige said at Hall H, just because Quentin Beck makes up lies about the multiverse doesn't mean it isn't real. Damn. I'm excited for some wacky Doctor Strange stuff. I like the first Doctor Strange movie. Scott Derrickson, uh, who returns as director, uh, said he wants to dip into the gothic horror tone of Doctor Strange, while Benedict Cumberbatch added that they wanted to preserve the humor of the first film along with the horror. We're going to try. We're going back to try and destroy him a bit, he says. In an interesting tease, Elizabeth Olsen will also join the cast as Scarlet Witch. According to Marvel, the events of WandaVision will be reflected in the Doctor Strange sequel. That's cool, and that yes. makes a lot of sense. Because yeah. she is basically like Doctor Strange. Yeah. Um, there, there's a really big push to emphasize that Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness will be Marvel's first horror movie. Oh. Yeah. Like, when they talk about the Multiverse of Madness as he's traveling the multiverse, it's going to be, like, really weird and scary and messed up. Which makes sense, because Scott Derrickson is a horror movie director. Um he said something about trying to preserve the humor. Yeah. Yeah. I saw Captain Midnight on Twitter talk about how he didn't like that. He, he yeah, because like and, and the humor in Doctor Strange was like, yeah, it was funny, but like it came at the expense of like the heroic moments of it. Like yeah. it, it undercut like the seriousness of it. Uh, yeah, I would like to see a more serious Doctor Strange, but uh, that being said, I mean, it's still a Marvel movie. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's the thing. Fun. Well, you have movies like Black Panther and. Uh, Winter Soldier, which had funny bits, but they didn't come at the expense of like right. you know the really serious parts or like the truly heroic parts. Like they knew right. when to play it, and hopefully, like Doctor Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness, to say the whole thing, um, knows how to do that. You got to ride all the emotions. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but you can't like you ride all the emotions, but know where to put the stops. You know, like don't Star at, Wars. Yeah, I basically, think Star Wars. Star, does it exactly. Yeah. And Loki is back. Uh, Lo- with, the, with a terrible logo. Yeah, it's not, it's not the best. Um, the Loki TV series will explore what happens after his endgame moment. Uh, f- yeah, so the Loki TV series is basically going to take place after Loki steals the Tesseract in Endgame, which is so basically this is 2012 Loki, original Avengers Loki, and it's going to follow him through time and through the multiverse. As he explores different um, situations with like him being on the run, basically, with the Tesseract. Uh, f- the series will tell you what happened to Loki right after that scene. Confirmed Kevin Feige, Tom Hiddleston, who came out to a boisterous apl- uh, audience chance of Loki. Confirmed that, confirmed that the warmer character development isn't there. So, yeah. So this isn't like the, the cool, nice guy Loki that we eventually got. This is like... I'm still evil Loki. Oh, so, yeah, because it's the old Loki. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and he dies in... Uh, in Infinity War, in yeah. Infinity War, that's true. So, so it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, and also, too, if he does wind up going back to 2012 to set the course, like, so everything that happens, that's supposed to happen, like Thor the Dark World, Ragnarok, and all those still happen. And he could jump timelines, too, suppose, yeah. like, because if we're getting multiverse and stuff, that could bring Loki back. Yeah. Uh, next. Oh, uh, the What If anthology series. That's cool. I'm down for this. Uh, Westworld star Jeffrey Wright will act as the narrator 
uh, in the form of the Celestial Over Observer, the Watcher in Marvel's animated What If uh, series. Which was probably supposed to be Stanley. Probably. Uh, additionally, many actors from across the MCU will reprise their roles uh, or at least lend their voices to this uh, to these hypothetical scenarios. They showed a picture on screen and it showed Michael B. Jordan, Sebastian Stan, Josh Brolin, uh, Mark Ruffalo, Tom Hiddleston, Samuel L. Jackson, Chris Hemsworth, uh, Haley Atwell, Chadwick Boseman, Karen Gillan, Jeremy Renner, Paul Rudd, Michael Douglas, Neil McDonough, Dominic Cooper, Sean Gunn, Natalie Portman, Taika Waititi, Toby Jones, uh, Digimon Husanu, uh, Jeff Goldblum, and Michael Rooker. Digimon? Yes. <laughs> it, so it's it's going to be animated. It's going to be animated. So that's why they're able yeah. to get all these people. So basically they just sit, voice yeah. Uh, Jesus Christ, that was a lot to say. So basically, um, if you're not familiar, what if is they take famous Marvel scenarios and just be like, what if, um, you know, Spider-Man died when he got bitten by the radioactive spider? It seems like they're uh, really doubling down on this multiverse thing. Yeah. Because the Watcher is going to be going between multiverses. Yeah. Like, what if this happened, you know? Uh, it's already been confirmed that the first episode is going to be what if uh, Peggy Carter um, was the super soldier from World War II and not Steve Rogers. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah. So, so expect episodes like that. That's really cool. Yeah, and that will come out in the summer of 2021. So 2021 is going to be just the year of the multiverse, <laughs> basically. Uh, but 2021 will also be the year of the Hawkeye TV show. Woo! Hashtag what was right. Um, the fifth Disney Plus series uh, goes to Jeremy Renner, who in a post-Endgame who, who in a post game show will train Kate Bishop. Bishop in the comics goes on to become the new Hawkeye. The title card for the series is very inspired by Matt Fraction and David Aja's comic series. One can only hope that the TV show is too. After running through the aisles, uh, Renner noted that uh, I get to teach someone how to be a superhero without superpowers. He thinks that's a good message, that anyone can be a damn superhero. The series will also explore more of his time as the less noble Ronin. Uh... The logo is very reminiscent of the Matt Fraction Hawkeye, which, yeah. we, which we love. Yes. Uh, I can only hope that it's very similar to that. Yeah, especially just, if not like in story, B for B, just tone. Because mm. I have like the perfect tone for a character like this. Although, Hawkeye in the MCU has a family. Yeah. And like, you know, he's got a pretty nice, you know, cushy life over yeah. in, the, in the in the woods. Yeah. Uh, whereas in the, the comic, he's just alone in an apartment yeah. building. And, like, that's the best part of the comic. Yeah. It's just Hawkeye living his life <laughs> yeah. in, like, a crappy New York apartment. Like, he has to call Tony Stark to help him set up his TV. Yeah. Like, and there's that's a whole the whole issue. Is yeah. Tony Stark's coming over to set up my TV. Yeah. Uh, so, how are they going to do I It's going to lose know. It's, some of that. It's, it, it is, like, I didn't get that. But I feel like, I mean, Marvel's been very good at, like, adapting the comic book stories to fit the MCU and not have it lose any of like the important elements right. of it. So, yeah, I mean, it says it's going to uh, kind of follow him as Ronan too. Yeah. Well, it's going to touch upon that. Oh, okay. yeah. Cause that was like five years of him just like slaughtering people with swords. Yeah. And it, I, I can't see that being all jovial, like, like yeah. the comic, you know? Yeah. Uh, and also Kate Bishop was already, she knew what she was doing. Yeah. She was already established. Yeah. So. While, during this comic run. Yeah. So. Even though the logo is the Matt Fraction logo and the David Aja logo, uh, yeah, I don't. So it's not going to be a one-to-one adaptation, but yeah. like I said, hopefully, like tone and style will be replicated. Right, right, right. 
Um, and then this is like the biggest news of the night. Uh, Thor Love and Thunder, which is coming out November 5th, 2021. Um, the second to last uh, phase four movie revealed the one uh, hinted at earlier. All right. So it was already announced that Taika Waititi was coming back to direct Thor four. Right. And it was announced that the movie would be called Thor Love and Thunder. It will reintroduce Natalie Portman as the female Thor, taking inspiration from Jason Aaron's The Mighty Thor comics. Portman walked down on stage holding Mjolnir, which is perhaps the most Comic-Con sentence I've ever written. Uh, their words. <laughs> in the article's words. Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson um, also came out. They have not read a script yet, although Thompson said that her first decree as the new king of Asgard was that she needs to find her queen. Um, and it's been confirmed that Valkyrie is going to be the first LGBT hero of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. How that impacts the story remains to be seen with that level of representation you'll see across our films, not just in Thor 4. So I thought there was another uh, LGBT character. No? Well, Valkyrie was like supposed to be, but like they cut the scene hinting at that she's gay. Um, and then the Dora Milaje from Black Panther, that scene was cut of them like... Uh, Singling okay. that they're gay, okay. so like the first gay character in the MCU was the Russo, the one Russo brother being like, I went on a date with a guy. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, so this is cool. Um, Natalie Portman like famously said, I don't want to do these movies anymore. Like they're not good. And so I guess she saw Ragnarok or Marvel just just poured money on her front doorstep and be like, Yo, we got an idea. Come back. I've always thought that they made the Jane Foster throw in the comics, like trying to entice her to come back. Mm. When did they do that? Uh, 2014. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was that soon. Yeah. Wow. It's not that long ago. So how long was there a female Thor in the comics? Um, let me... There was a frog for a while. There was a frog for a while. That was like a one-off thing. Arioka in the chat says, Hawkeye logo is absolutely atrocious. You're wrong! You are incorrect. There's some great graphic design in the, uh comics yeah it, it, i mean it probably doesn't look that great when it's alone but mm -hmm. uh f and that that comic had like not just david Ogden, it had a wide array of artists like uh javier pulido uh annie Wu, uh francesco francovia yeah but david Ogden was david Ogden was, was like the, the main one yeah i'm trying to find out yeah 2014 was when jane foster like became the main thor mm -hmm. in the comics and I know I, people are already complaining, like, what? Thor's a girl now? Bruh. But, like, you got to understand, that was a whole part of a bigger overarching story. It was all, like, that story was about Thor, the Odin son, uh, becoming unworthy and trying to gain his worthiness back. While at the same time, Jane Foster, who was dying of cancer, trying to find worthiness in the last days of her life. And she found that by being able to wield Mjolnir and become Thor and do good uh, while she still had time. And was look, she still dying of cancer while she was Thor? Yeah. And every time she was Thor, like it just made things worse. Like she was healthy as Thor, but every time she stopped being Thor, like it got worse. Mm. So, and like, I didn't read the whole um, Jason Aaron Thor saga because it's like 10 years in the making or whatever. But a lot of what I read is very good. It's, it, even his like Jane Foster Thor era stuff. It's really good. It's really interesting. And like, it does a lot of things that you couldn't have done with the Odinson. I so, have on screen the Hawkeye yeah. cover art, which is very nice. There's also, his panel layouts are amazing. Yeah. Look at this one. This one's so good. So, 
yeah, I'm excited to see what they do with Love and Thunder. I think it's a great name, first of all. Uh, Thor Ragnarok was incredible. Thor's still fat, by the yes. way. Yes. Unless they address this in this movie. Also, Mjolnir isn't a thing. Yeah. It's been destroyed. Yeah, so unless so, Mjolnir comes back or Jane Foster gets another hammer. So there has to be I something. Mean, the guy who made Mjolnir, I can't do it. Mjolnir. It's, he's still around. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. they could just, he could just make another one. Right. Well, Mjolnir is blessed by Odin uh, and Odin's dead. It's got to be blessed by Thor. Yeah. Uh, yeah, all of Asgard is dead. Yeah. Asgard is not Well, dead. no, Asgard lives in uh, Norway right now. Uh, so it's got to be Thor. <laughs> yeah. Be blessed by Thor. Or Thor or Valkyrie, since she's the king of Asgard. True. Yeah. Oh, so she's the new Odin. Yeah. Basically. Basically. Huh. Okay. Uh, I mean, we need a lot of Chris Hemsworth. Uh, Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. yeah. I want a lot of Chris Hemsworth yeah. in this. Which uh, I assume we'll get. But that's not all. Oh, boy. That's not all. Uh, that was everything that was confirmed and has release dates. Kevin Feige went on to say that um, they are working on Black Panther 2, Captain Marvel 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3, and Fantastic Four, and I believe he just said Mutants. Yeah. So and He said something about bringing the mutants into the yeah. MCU. So they are working on... You know, we knew Black Panther 2 and Captain Marvel 2 and Guardians 3 were all working on... They're working on them, and they confirmed it again. But the fact that they're bringing in Fantastic Four and the X-Men, like, that's big news. Because, um, like, they just bought those guys back. I saw some things about how the end of Spider-Man Far From Home hints at something. and I yeah, Like, re- Fantastic Four? Yeah, and I yeah, couldn't I- really... Get where they were getting. Uh, yeah, at. I think that was just reaching. Yeah, I don't get. Uh, it. Yeah, it's a yeah. It happens a lot with MCU things. Like they see one thing and be like, "Yo, you know what that means? Fing Fang Foom is coming." <laughs> yeah, like I was like, uh, "Yeah." Because like I read some, the article, and I was like, "Wait, you didn't get to the part where the Fantastic Four is where that means yeah. the Fantastic Four." Is yeah, coming. that happens a lot. Um, um, James Gunn separately said that um, they're going to address like Thor being with the Guardians at the end of Endgame, like both of the movies will, um, and. Guardians 3 is uh, currently delayed and they didn't announce anything here because James Gunn is uh, busy working on The Suicide Squad. What about Blade? Yes. So the last thing that was announced was uh, Marshala Ali came out and was announced as the new Blade and that they are they don't have a date for it yet. They don't, I don't even think they have a cast and crew yet, but they are working on a brand new Blade movie with a brand new Blade. That's great. <laughs> I was you're not, a big Blade fan. I was not expecting a movie, let, al- let alone anything, really. Blade, you have to understand, everybody remembers, like, the the Blade everybody remembers was, like, this really dark and, like, disgusting and scary, hard R movie series. Mother F is always trying to ice skate uphill. Exactly. How is that going to fit in the Marvel Cinematic Universe? <laughs> if, they, if they PG-13 this in the slightest like that's gonna be a problem mm-hmm. like th- like they have to make this bloody vulgar disgusting scary like if they're gonna make a P- pg-13 this is gonna push the boundaries of pg-13 R- release it after uh dr strange yes. see how far you can push dr strange and then yeah. make blade and push it farther yeah uh what was the question from Duffman? Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, with Marshal Ali being cast in the Blade reboot, do you think this will somehow bring back the Netflix heroes or will they 
make a call back to Cottonmouth. My hope is that they bring back at least Charlie Cox and Michael Coulter to reprise their roles. Now, it's been noted that Marshala Ali has already played a Marvel character. He was Cottonmouth in the Luke Cage show. Oh. I don't know if this confirms it or not because they've done things like this before where like they've cast actors in the MCU and then like cast them again in the Netflix shows as different characters. But this more or less says that the Netflix shows are no longer canon, mm-hmm. even though they were supposed to be. And that really sucks. Oh, that's what I saw. I saw something about Spy- the ending of Spider-Man confirming like Daredevil coming into the MCU and stuff. No, it didn't. I know. It, they didn't explain it at all. Yeah. No, it didn't at all. No. But- that would be great. I mean, yeah, it would, it would be great if it was Charlie Cox as Daredevil and Michael Coulter as Luke Cage. Um, I mean, even for like Shang-Chi, as much as I didn't like Finn Jones as Iron Fist, if like the post credit scene of Shang-Chi is like Iron Fist walking up and be like, hey, you're pretty good at martial arts. So am I. And Shang-Chi's like, your tattoo is stupid. Let's fight. You know, but I don't think, because it was such the weirdest relationship. Like... The movies didn't even bother acknowledging the Netflix shows, and all the Netflix shows could do was, was refer to the events of the Avengers as the incident. So, which sucks because Charlie Cox's Daredevil was incredible. Uh, I was going to say Michael Clark Duncan, but that's incorrect. Vincent D'Onofrio as the Kingpin is the best villain Marvel has ever put on screen, like, period. John Bernthal as the Punisher was like incredible Kristen Ritter as uh, Jessica Jones is great, you know, and it sucks because you know, all these great characters are now just gone. I'm excited. Unless they just sweep that under the rug and do bring Charlie Cox in as Daredevil. I'm excited for all the post credit scenes of the following Marvel movies. Yeah. Cause there's a lot We're we got clean slate. Basically. Yeah. Basically we got a lot that can go on now. Yeah. Um, and we're going to be introducing like mutants fantastic mm-hmm. four there's all these new characters that we're going to be getting so and all the mo- new movies we're going to get teased at eventually yeah so it's good this is good exciting time exciting times to be a times Marvel, fan. To be a Marvel we, fan. i mean we got a long time to go yeah there's start till next year yeah there's nothing for the rest of this year uh the first thing we're getting is black widow which is i think what did i say may 2020 2020 we got a star wars movie coming out this year we Let's do not forget about we that. do have a star wars movie coming out this year this just in, Will. There's a new Switch coming out, and it's Disney Sumsum Festival Switch. Oh, boy. AJ just sent this to me. Uh, holy crap. It's got design Joy-Cons stuff. That's crazy. I can't believe it. Uh, I mean, hey, these are new colors. No, they're not. Those are not new colors. Are they new colors? Um, both the dock and Joy-Con have been specially made. The home button is even stylized after Mickey Mouse. I don't think there's a new colors, but they uh, they look different. They're designed. Yeah, I mean they have the little pattern on them. But anyway, let's hurry up and talk to them. Yes. Uh, well, do you want to do the unboxing or the sweet? Oh, first? I forgot about the unboxing. All right. Oh, you want to read super chats while I do? That? Yeah. Uh, let me just wait for a stream I don't have deck. A knife. Do you have oh, a knife? I got my dinky knife. Give me your dinky knife. All right. Uh, yeah, I got. It. Rex Midian 76. Uh, any advice on GCHD Mark II or RetroTINK 2X? I can do that. Uh, the, G- the GCXD Mark II is incredible. Buy it. No questions asked. Uh, the RetroTINK, have you played with that at all yet? Yes. Uh, what did you think of it? I think he's it? asking which one to use. Yeah. Uh, a lot of people uh, told, like, were 
commenting in my uh, video on the Super 64. Yeah. Uh, they were saying, why not just use a retro tank? Well, and, and they're kind of right, because if you S video straight to the retro tank, it's, it's basically the same thing. Basically the same thing. Um, on the GCHD, it's not the same thing, because that's going to pull the digital from the digital output. That's going to give you a much cleaner signal. Yeah. So if you want the best video out of your GameCube, do that. Yeah. Uh, the retro tank, however, is good for... Like multiple consoles, multiple consoles, and it's cheaper. And it's, cheaper. Um, and it's it's good for like consoles that predate um, the PS2 and the GameCube. So your your SNESs, your N64s, and things like that. So this is from Spilled Milk. Yes, this is for me actually. Really? Yes, because I've been talking with uh, Parker Smart of Spilled Milk. Oh, well, here you go. Here's about this. Uh, hey, Will and Bob, I really appreciate you doing this as well as your your shows and videos. I'll, I'll have to admit, I found Bob first with his Switch videos on YouTube, and of course, I immediately subscribed to The Wolf Den. I wish I could catch you guys live, but I think I've only seen you guys live twice, then catch up on YouTube. Uh, maybe you've poked around the website a bit, but the gist of it is that I, that I published a long time ago. Uh, uh, my first comic was coming out the August before 9-11, um, then the S hit the fan and nobody was really buying comics much. I've gotten mixed reviews. I've had some super fans and some reviewers really uh, rake, it, rake it over the coals, though I question their credentials. Any feedback you give uh, would be awesome. Does he want this red on, on stream? Uh, it doesn't sound like it. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, all right, I'll just skip to this part. I've included eight sets of four, two for Will, two for Bob. Uh, one... One set are fully painted wraparound covers by Monte Moore, who lives here in Denver, and the other are a set of alternates by well-known artists from back in the day. I ran out of bags and boards, so you'll have to piece your sets together yourself. Issue one does not have a number on the front, but, but the rest do. Give them a read uh, when you have the time and let me know what you think. Almost 20 years later, I'm uber critical of my own work. And, 20 years later? Yeah, because he did this like like back before 9-11. Oh my God. Yeah. Um, CC. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So I've been talking with uh, Parker. He basically wanted to send over uh, his comics to us and let and get our opinions on them, um, know what we think, and offer some feedback. And as much as we talk about like the superhero comics, your Marvels and your DCs and that stuff like that, it is important to support independent comics and lesser known comics, especially comics by like unknown artists and writers, because that more than anything, help keeps the medium going to explore other things and be more than just, you know, the superhero crap that you give to kids to stop them from annoying you. So I agreed to take a look at this, and, and I will. I don't know when I'm going to have time, uh, but I definitely will because I'm interested in it. I'm interested in weird crap like this. Not to say it's crap, but, <laughs> you know, just something different, something new and exciting. You know, I've, I'm trying to read a lot more image comics because those are always different. You know, I really, I just bought, a, was it Paper Girls? The complete collection of that during Prime Day. So trying to expand my horizons beyond superhero comics. And you should too. So thank you, Parker, for this. I will, I will let you know what I think. I'll read it too. Yeah. Uh, anyway, let's do the Tweet of the Week now. Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! Tweet of the Week! Uh, this is from Average Joe at Jazz in My Pants. Okay. Camel One, 
Hey, can you hold this for me? Camel two. Uh, I kind of have my hands full. Camel, camel one. Don't be like that, man. It's one straw. <laughs> I get it. That's funny. That was that was that gave me that was good. Yeah. It's a thinker there. Yeah. Get it? Camel's got his hands full. He's like, don't be like that, man. It's one straw. But that could be the straw. Yeah, that broke breaks the camel's back. All right, you put one in here too. I did, but it's not really like a tweet of the week. It just like it just came up, and I figured we'd have to show this. Limited Run Games are re-releasing special edition of classic Star Wars games, and this is what they're going to look like. That's amazing. How yeah. much? Probably a lot. Uh, do, 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 do. It doesn't say. But it, sh- but it shows you what they're going to look like. So if you didn't know already, Limited Run Games is re-releasing a bunch of classic Star Wars games uh, for the NES, the SNES, and the N64, and I think uh, PC in the original cartridge format with like special edition cartridges. They're doing Empire Strikes Back for the NES. They're doing uh, Empire Strikes Back for the Game Boy. Shadows of the Empire. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Dude, yeah, sh- Shadows of the Empire was sick. Shadows of the Empire comes on the action figure cart from the 90s. What do you mean the action figure card? The action, like, remember the Shadows of the Empire action figure cards? Like the purple ones? Oh, yes, yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. I'm going to buy just for that. Because, like, Shadows of the Empire were the first Star Wars figures I ever bought. Yeah, uh, they all come on action figure, like, backings, I think. Yeah, which is great. They don't actually show it here, though. Uh, did you click the... I clicked the link, yeah. Oh. That's, you don't actually see... Oh, wait. You... Individually, no. Uh, no. That's Scroll cool. up. You just went past the oh, right, right there. there. Yeah, there we go. Boom, baby. Oh, yeah. that, that does look freaking sick. I know, right? Um, I think those are the regular editions, though, because there seems to be like special limited collector's editions, which go for uh, between $85 and $90. Jesus Christ. Yeah. All right. We need to get going here. All right. Now is the time when we talk to you guys. As always, you can reach us on Twitter using the hashtag WolftonLive or comment on last week's WolftonLive or start talking to us now. We got a lot of super chats. All right, so we just pop through the super chats first. Yeah. Hello, Fitz. Thank you for the Twitch sub. Uh, Rex Midian 76. That's the one I read. Okay. GCAC. Sergio, Bob. uh, Sergio with $5. Bob, love your artwork on each Wolfden Live thumbnail. Thank you for noticing. Uh, Rockinville 93. Hey, guys. Hope you're doing well. Will, have you caught up with Young Justice yet? What are your opinions? Bob, what do you feel about uh, the new Joy-Con colors? I have not caught up on Young Justice uh, yet, but if it's anything like it has been, it's amazing. Though you don't have to ask my opinion on it. It's great. Just watch it. Thank you for the $5. Uh, I talked about the colors last week. Um, they're cool. I hope we get more colors. It doesn't look like we're getting much. Yeah. I want more nice designs, like the some Disney Sum Sum ones. Yeah. Like, make those available. Yeah. Just Joy-Cons. Uh, fre- no. Bruce Patrick with $5. Hey, Will, did you see Marvel Zombies in the What If logo? Care to elaborate? What else could they do with this series? I'm personally excited for it. Uh, apparently, like, if you look closely in the logo, you can see, like, hands out, like, what they could do, and one of them was Marvel Zombies. So that would be really interesting. Marvel Zombies, if you don't know, is a whole universe where all the Marvel characters turn into zombies, mm. and nobody lives. <laughs> and, uh, Howard the Duck is a, a, plays a pivotal role. Yes. Um... Yeah, as long as they... I would be more interested if they didn't do anything that was already a comic. Like, what if Spider-Man joined the Fantastic Four mm-hmm. or something like that, you know? Uh, Fred with $2. Bro. Hawkeye by Matt Fraction. 
Yeah, because they said yeah, all the bad guys say bro. I said that in my tweet about how excited I was. Yeah, and I was like, no one's gonna get this. Yeah. Um, Spencer Bobbitt with five dollars. What if we got a Thor movie, but it's just Fat Thor and Korg streaming Fortnite for two and a half hours? They should totally like for promotional for this. They should do a Twitch live stream of Fat Thor and Korg playing Fortnite. Yes. Or just Korg. Yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah. Um, where are we? Uh, Kuro Tengetsu. 91. Kuro Tengetsu 91. Uh, $5. This doesn't confirm that Netflix actors can't be recast because Cottonmouth was, spoiler, killed and it frees the actor up to do other roles in MCU. True. But, you know, usually they would just, like in Marvel, if if a character is killed in a previous movie... They won't hire him again. Like, they didn't rehire Jeff Bridges to play a different character. This isn't the first Marvel... This isn't the first person to be recast inside the MCU. There's, a, there's been other... There's been at least another person that is escaping me. Are you talking about, like, they played one character and then they played a different character? Yeah. Who? It's ha- chat you tell me because it's happened this is not the first guy it's definitely happened all right well we're not talking about chris evans either well because i know like they've like because martin smart was in incredible hulk and then he shows up in spider-man homecoming and then they went back and retcon said oh yeah same character oh yeah it's dumb they've done stuff like that leper messiah with the dollar thank you thank you all right <clears throat> uh twitter Hashtag Wolfden Live. Don't tweet at us though because uh, we're freaking. We're running late. A uh, little skeet skeet. Sup, my protein shakes. Do either of you guys have games you love despite everyone, uh, despite everyone creating career to think it's total hot garbage? If so, why do you love it despite its shortcomings? Thanks. Uh, boy, skeet skeet the third. I don't understand why people didn't like Mirror's Edge Catalyst. That's like the big one that's sticking out to me right now. Um, the first Mirror's Edge got a lot of crap. Yeah. And then, and then All years sudden, later, everyone's like, like, oh, oh, this oh, game's great. Classic. But when it came out, I was in love with it. Yeah. Um, i trying to think of what else. When the first Destiny came out, everybody loved it. Everyone was playing it. But everybody had all these criticisms about it. It got bad ratings. Yeah. Uh, and then they ended up fixing a bunch of stuff because people had problems. I love the year one Destiny when it came out when yeah. it was first around. That's another one. Uh, typically, we don't really play bad games. I'm trying not to, at least. Because we know what we're getting into yeah. most of the time. Uh, yeah, I don't know a game. I'm trying to think. I feel like we get this question too oh, often. Win back for the N64. <laughs> I like that game. I remember a lot. I, there's games back in the day. Yeah. Like Cyborg Justice, but then you go yeah. back to it and you're like, this game sucks. There was also there was a game on PS2 that I had called Spy Fiction, which was basically like a Japanese version of Mission Impossible. And I was like into that for a little bit. It wasn't oh. great, but it was like Sonic Adventure 2. Yeah. Uh King Mana High. Hey, did you miss me? Thanks for all recommend uh for the recommendation. Thanks for recommending Young Justice. I am really enjoying the show. The appeal of this show to me is to see the younger team of heroes that I am not familiar with, like Superboy, Aqualad, and Ms. Martian with the cameo of the Justice League. Yeah, that's like one of the great things about Young Justice. You get all the sidekick characters and see how they grow and develop into adults because all the regular heroes, they're already established. There's no, there's really no place for them to go. But you see the world through their sidekick's eyes and it's a completely different experience. 
I had to pull this up on screen for the next one. Yeah. Uh, this is from Bernardo Venegas. Hey guys, I didn't have enough time uh, this week, so I couldn't make both fan arts, but with some luck, I would have some time this weekend to draw Bob for the moment. Here's Will. He did you first. Yeah, buddy. Sorry if the colors are not accurate. My screen is kind of broken. Your colors I are fine. I have to apologize, but Boop. this is, Boop. I, I like this. And I like my little uh, victory speech at the end. <laughs> I can't show this on screen. It's not it's not happening i'm sorry it's okay my it's not it doesn't want to do it's it. basically a picture of me fixing my glasses like the anime style and with you, a <laughs> with a batman oh shirt. this is why he asked who our favorite yeah. uh pokemon are yeah keep explaining it yeah so it's a picture of me fixing my glasses anime style wearing a batman shirt but it's a zubat uh my charizard is behind me and in the second image i say i told you you can't beat me hashtag will was right you had to include the hashtag every time I'm right. There we go. I think yeah. I, I got it on screen now. Okay. There it is. In all its glory. Oh, yeah, it's a Zubat. That's good. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I like that. All right. Uh, where are we now? Uh, Slushner. Uh, hey, guys. Very drunk right now. Can't watch live, <laughs> but absolutely love you boys. Going to listen to the podcast tomorrow at work. Stay cool, mates. Love from London. Heart emoji. P.S. Is it absolutely not worth the cheap upscale... P.S. Is it absolutely not worth a cheap upscaler for my GameCube N64 if I really want good quality on my HDTV? If you want really... It's a... I'm going to be honest. Most people are probably going to be just fine with a cheap upscaler. Yeah. But if, you, if you're a nerd and you get excited about these crisp hard pixels... Like, and input lag. And input lag. Um, then it might be worth upgrading. Yeah. So, you know, that's completely up... Like... Again, for most people, a regular upscaler should be fine. Yeah. Uh, Mike Forte, Bob, I enjoyed your Switch Lite video, but wouldn't buy buying one just for handheld play defeat the purpose if one already owns the original Switch to each their own, of course. Just curious on your thoughts. Yes. I think the original Switch does a lot more. And for yeah. most people who have a Switch already, they don't need to upgrade or pull a lateral to a Switch Lite, you know? Yeah. It's just because I'm an asshole. And I'm, you know, I just want to check it out. He's That's doing it for the content. It. Yes. I don't know if I would buy one besides, yeah. you know, I'm not sure. I'd probably, you know what? I might buy the, I might have, if I didn't have a YouTube channel, I would probably buy the Pokemon one. I'd yeah. probably wait for that because that just looks cool. Yeah. We got to skip around here. Okay. Do you uh, want to just go to last week or? Yeah. All right. I'll read this last one. Okay. Uh, Sabalad Buh. When you guys said that you can fix drift with pressured air, I started to pump air to the joystick, and now it's working like never before. Wow. Nice. All right, good. We just yeah. made that up. All right. <laughs> well, no, I think we read that from yeah. somewhere. Uh, so good. That's awesome. Yeah. All right, last right. week's Wolf Den Live. Uh, JBell17, I also rate Ant-Man high like Will. So does my girlfriend because we value humor a lot. So no, Bob, Will isn't that weird. No, no, it's just that you're both weird. Maybe you're the weird one. That can't be possible. Well, Zetar says, after three defective Ape Duke trolls, I won't be buying another. It's easy for sites to rave about them when they're being sponsored by them. They're, they do not who's, sponsor us. Who's Ape Duke sponsoring? And and why ain't it me? There, there's a difference. Because I promote the hell out of that and I a, haven't seen a dime. There's a difference between being sponsored by somebody and then receiving promotional material 
Sponsored means that they're giving us a check. All I, all I get are controllers. Yeah, that's it. They're just basically giving us their and, product. And only sometimes. Yeah. Sometimes, like the like wired one I bought. Yeah. Because they didn't send that. They weren't going to send that to me. Yeah. So I just bought it. And plus it was only 25 bucks. Um, so no, we're not sponsored. Yeah. But, well, no. I was going to say, maybe they just send us the good ones. But again, I bought one. Yeah. You know, so. So. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Yeah. It's uh, some people do get screwed. Yeah, so I've heard a lot. I've heard people talking about how there's all these problems, but I've just never experienced yeah, it, so I same. can't speak to the problems. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> um, also, what qualifies as defective? Yeah. Some people are talking about the D-pad like not working right, and I think that's it, in some cases it's just it's just, people just think that that's the yeah. problem, you know. Um, anyway, Ar Ard Rio says i changed my sd card everything did okay uh first i formatted the new card with the program nintendo says should be used on their site then i copied the nintendo folder from the old card to the new card everything is okay with the new card i think he's probably using mac pc uh wait you said pc no he but we're saying because i had problems i use a mac and everyone in the chat was saying use no PC. but on mac nintendo says there's a specific software to use oh yeah. that would have been nice to know uh, I, I don't know where I heard that from, <laughs> but uh, that's why he says yeah. the with the program Nintendo says should be used on their site. Okay. So there's a specific program for Mac. Right. Flanagan McAfro says, I play 99.99% of the time in handheld. I kind of want more battery life, but I'm not willing to buy a whole new switchboard. Yeah. Same, same here. Yeah, I just battery life just isn't a problem for me right yeah, now. Yeah, I've I haven't really had an issue with battery life yet. But oh, but he says he plays ninety nine percent of the time in handheld. Yeah, so do I. That's true. Yeah. But you don't leave the house. True. Sarah Demko says kind of disappointed I just bought uh Mario Maker 2 with Switch Online. I would have liked to pick up a physical version of Tetris ninety nine. You can you, just you, also do that. Yeah, the your online account stacks. So like if you bought so if you buy Tetris ninety nine it'll add another year to your Switch Online account and you're gonna need it eventually yeah Meowth nine hundred I had a bit of that thunderstorm where I live too almost lost power oh yeah almost yeah. lost power during band practice what are you playing Meowth um yeah last week we had a power outage in the yeah show. that was fun uh yeah uh also there was another one that Fred didn't put here but he DM'd it to me. Uh, it was from Luke Antone, and it says, you should give Fred a 50% raise for all of his hard work. Done. Add that 50% to your pay on the next cycle because it's zero dollars. Yeah. All right, now we're in the chat, and we're going to take like five, and then we're going to get that. All right. Here. Does anybody give us super chats in the meantime? Uh, uh, well, we got Leper Messiah gave us $2, two individual super chats. Uh, Sergio with another two dollars. Josh Brolin as Cable and Thor. Uh, do we want Josh Brolin as Thor? No. I think he, <laughs> maybe he meant Thanos. Because Josh Brolin is Cable and Thanos. Oh yeah, yeah. It's not. That's two different superheroes yeah. though. Yeah, and that's different too. Because like Thanos is like a big purple CGI thing. Cable is just Josh Brolin with white hair. Um. Uh, Duffman with one dollar. 
Oh yeah, Alfred Woody was uh, Mariah in Luke Cage and Miriam, the mom that shows a picture of her son to Tony Stark in Captain America Civil War. That was the other thing I was thinking of. All right. So that's another example of a character. I thought it was two movies. I thought there were two movies and it was the same. It might be the uh, the Hulk one that you were talking about yeah. before. Um, Mike UK in 1970s his thoughts on the upcoming Witcher series I think it looks really cool yeah I don't think I'm gonna watch it probably not although I forgot who it was pointed out on Twitter that the pendant uh, Geralt is wearing is the Wolf Den logo yes they stole they, they copied yeah. uh, I'm gonna sue them yeah yep. we, should, we, we need to make that a thing on Twitter we need to uh, get a freaking uh, we need to trademark that yeah and hurry up yeah <laughs> Everybody knows any good trademark lawyers. You were letting me yeah. know. Uh, Mecha Dragon gave us a dollar. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Spaz Tack says, Is the BitBoy Pocket Go worth it? Even with the screen tearing, I really want one, but some negative reviews are holding me back. I feel like I read that already. Um, I think it's worth it if you can look past the screen tearing. I play Mega Man Zero on it, and it's totally a fine experience. Mm-hmm. It's cheap. So, like... You know, you're going to get a cheap experience out of it. Yeah. You know, but it, it, it plays a lot of different uh, games and it's very tiny. You could just leave it in your bag and the battery life lasts a really long time. So it's a little, it's a really cool thing to have, I think. Fanboy Gaming 12 says, should I buy the Switch Lite? No. <laughs> uh, Jaded says, the Nintendo site recommends people use SD Memory Card Factory directly from SD Card Association. Oh. Interesting. That's... I didn't know that was a thing. Me neither. Uh, I don't know what this is. Al Castro says, can you guys show me how to make the graph of tan 2x? What is that? Uh, Haley Gold says, I know a very good law firm. Uh, oh. Chimical and Schwartz. <laughs> that is not a trademark law firm. Yeah. He wants us to do his geometry homework for him or whatever <laughs> this is. Dude, uh, I couldn't. Once we got into graphs and stuff, yeah. I, you lost me. I was over there playing Mario on my uh, TI-89 yeah. that somebody put on there for me. Uh, Cola in the chat being really, really nasty this whole stream, <laughs> I might add. Says, so get a portable battery, you dolt. And that's when I time them out. Um, Aiden Kelly says, Bob, why is AJ so good at Smash? Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna be the one to say it. I'm mm-hmm. gonna I'm gonna come out. It's my game. Listen. I'm listening. Black people are really good at fighting <laughs> games. That's why. You know? It's not yeah. the hours of, of of practice that he puts into it. It's just they're really good at fighting games. Okay. You know? There's nothing you could do about it. It's genetics, Will. All right. Uh, f- moving on. Um, <laughs> as quickly as possible. This, uh, f- Cyclone Infinite. I know I pronounced your name wrong. Uh, what do you two sweet boys think of the new Watchmen series on, on HBO trailer? Did you see that trailer? Yes. I have no idea what the hell is going on with this show. The first trailer that they released, I was like, all right, this looks kind of cool. Yeah. When I heard about it, I was like, that's stupid. I don't want anything to do with that. Then I saw the trailer. I was like, that's pretty cool. All right, yeah. This new trailer looks better. I'm right there with like, No, I don't know if it looks better. I think it looks better because it's showing, it's like, it's actually showing us more of like the world and like what they're intending on doing. With I know Watchmen. significantly less about what's going on. Like, I'm yeah. lost. 
Oh, like don't get me wrong. I have like I still have no clue, mm. but like I, I don't like I get it, but I don't get it, and I won't really know until I actually see the stupid thing. Right. I'm at least gonna watch the first episode, and we'll take it from there. I'm gonna read this last one. Bavan Sola says, "Which is the best case for the Nintendo Switch?" And I just, I just bought it. You just bought it. Uh, I'm gonna say, if you want the grip, you gotta get the satisfied grip with the yes, case. Yes. Yes. But if you don't care about the grip, um, I have what's the one I have? Waterfield Designs. Yeah. That one, but it's like eighty dollars, and I only have it because they gave it to me. Yeah. So that I think is the best one, but it's very <laughs> expensive. Um, other than that, I like the PDP one that's like flat. Yeah, I don't. I have like a generic no name one. And it's like pretty flat, and I like using. That. I like the small ones. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my favorite cheap one might be the original PDP one that they first came out. Yeah. With. I want to look into because I know uh, Amazon Basics makes like switch cases, and they make a hard shell one that's like super thin. Very cheap. Yeah. I think I gave mine away. Okay. But it might be in there. All right. If you want to see. Yeah, I'll take a look. All right, we're done. All right, thank you for tuning in. Thank you for watching us. Thank you for chatting with us. As always, Wolfden Live is every single Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern right here on YouTube.com slash Wolfden. If you can't make the show for any reason at all, we always put it up as an archive version on Thursday for you to watch on demand whenever you want. If you prefer to listen to us rather than watch us, you can do that as well. We're also an audio podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Google Play, and Stitcher. And if you listen to us on any of those platforms, please be sure to subscribe, rate, and review us because that helps us with placement on those respective stores. Right now, go to twitch.tv slash wolfden. Slam that follow button. Turn on those notifications so you know when I go live because I'm playing a lot of Mario Maker and I'm hoping to play a lot more on Twitch. Uh, I think we're going to get a whole bunch of friends together and play Minecraft. I've never played Minecraft with other people. <laughs> I've only ever played the mobile version, and I'm excited about that. And I think we might do that Thursday, tomorrow. But I don't know. Still working out some kinks on that. I'm trying to get AJ and Dan and, and my dry bread involved uh but anyway go to twitch.tv slash wolfden thank you guys for hanging out oh wolfden clips channel yes we have a new channel where we clip out some because if you don't want to watch the whole thing we probably should say this at the beginning because you're probably not here if you don't want to watch the whole thing uh if you don't want to watch the whole podcast we clip out the important bits uh i'll link to that in the description thank you guys for watching we'll see you later goodbye bye